0: If you want
1: to be a wise guy, you can do it anywhere If you want to be a strong man, you can do it anywhere If you want to be an Indian chief, a cowboy, you can do it in the can do it in the morning. The most electrified blind in sports entertainment today. So sit back and have a seat uh, They got questions from the fans In had to demand From Australia to Japan Jake's out of the road Oh, shit, oh. back to back So Mississippi, Woo.
2: again at in your head wrestling radio on the internet icon the pride of the pilgrims the most honest man in all of podcasting handsome jackie jones left my right hand man my audio soulmate and the enforcer of the heady verse
3: one inch biceps the power goat how
2: about that jackie jones
3: very good very Uh? good
2: and he might be wondering why he's joining us right now we have the Vi- from Vi- V from Violent Idols. There's <laughs> a lot of theme songs for wrestlers. And, of course, you got super kicked on uh, AEW pay-per-view. I yeah. definitely did. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. I was a huge fan. So, uh, awesome. well, first of all. For- thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you for doing this. I'm very excited for you to come on. So I thought it was a great moment. Uh, before we even get into your uh, music and everything, how did you get involved in, in AEW or in wrestling in general?
4: Sure. Uh, you know, the cool thing about this project, Violent Idols, is it actually started because of wrestling. Oh, okay. um, uh, the, the first song we actually put out was John Moxley's theme song in AEW, uh, Unscripted mm-hmm. Violence, mm-hmm. His, his original song. So,
3: yeah. Yeah, I that know, one. So,
4: so that opportunity came to me actually before Violent Idols even existed. And um, I started putting that together. And then as I was putting it together, I realized, like, what do I want to put this out as? Like, how do I release this? Um, let me let me start a project based on this song right and it literally started with that song I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to do a few songs or you know one song or, or or a whole bunch of songs but but it started with unscripted violence oh, um, and so, we just continued to build build out from there
2: yeah so did were you friends with John before that or like how, how
4: did you uh, even get uh, yeah for friends friends of friends so we had um we we been around each other like once or twice, but uh, you know, not what he wasn't in my phone at the time necessarily. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm good. Fr- or I'm friends with you know a good friend of his, and um, just literally out of nowhere one day I got I got a text uh, to my phone saying, "Hey, this is John Moxley, <laughs> and um, I, I'm I need a theme song." Basically, he just left WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, he hadn't been announced for AEW yet. Um, he. Didn't even tell me, or wouldn't even tell me uh, where he was going, or where he, if he was going to be in AW or not. So I, I did the song, not not knowing if he was going to use it on the indies or in Japan or or yeah. w- I didn't know where really um, at that time. So, um, but but it, but yeah, I mean he, came, he he was referred to me, and came, you know we came down uh, to my studio and we we talked about it, and uh, he told me the things that he liked and didn't like, and what he kind of wanted, and I started sending them different versions until uh, until finally he said this one's pretty cool. Let me play it for let me play it for Cody Rhodes, and he uh, he gave it the truck listen to Cody Rhodes, and and he, he technically I think approved it. And uh, a couple couple weeks later, he was on, using it on TV.
2: <laughs> so did you by that time? Did you know it'd be on AEW, or was it kind of a surprise the first time you hear it on AEW?
4: I knew he would be on AEW by the time it came out but but honestly it still wasn't real to me. I still right. didn't believe Cuz even like like you said he might be it might
2: be something he's going to use on the indies or his other but uh you know AW TV show maybe they're going to do their own thing or you and, know And, and I to-
4: and I had it ready before his debut. Um or his surprise debut. So when so when he surprised debuted in Vegas where where I'm from, um, he came out to no music, right? So so even then, I'm like, maybe he's not gonna use it. I don't know, like, what's <laughs> right. going on, or if it's gonna happen. And no one, you know, no one updated me. Uh, you know, John. John's a very cool guy, but he's a very uh, serious and to the point uh, guy. So he's not he's not giving me a you know play by play of what's going on. I'm just crossing my fingers, waiting until uh, until finally he did, he used it and it You must
2: have been doing some music though, if they even
4: thought of you to do the theme song. For, for sure. I, 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 do other music than, than, uh, than this band. You weren't
2: just some guy like, Hey, make me a theme
4: <laughs> <laughs> No, I, 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 can't, I can rec- recommend it, but, uh, but it just happened to be the right kind of music and matched the style of the things I like to do. So, yeah. So, um,
2: that's kind of cool that he actually was, uh, had a lot of input on the song, like what, what he were the music, what
4: he would like. And it, and it's interesting. Cause I, I don't think a lot of guys usually do, or a lot of wrestlers usually do. And that's so surprising to me because it seems like such an essential component to someone's persona and identity and character and everything yeah. like that. So he, he was actually like, I think almost a little taken back and uh, sort of surprised by like, Oh, you're asking me like what I want, you know? And, you know, he's showing me a Pantera song and some cool punk rock song and some different. You know, we're listening to music and we're just you know t- talking as a uh, you know to, well, two was, guys that, think that like music. Even as a
2: wrestler, like you know, when he's coming to the ring and it's playing, like that would get you like uh, that would get him into into like you know the frame of mind uh, to to be his character.
4: For, for sure, absolutely. I mean, that's how I think of it as just as a fan watching watching wrestling. You know, it gets. You to use a fan into the, to the, to the headspace yeah. of their entrance.
2: I, and, I know uh, I remember, I won't name well, I'll name a couple like uh Ricky the Dragon Steamboat when he came out to Family Man. Like, that's not a great uh, it's kind of a funny sign now, but it's not a great sign for a wrestler. Was it wasn't like, oh, yeah, it's a guy <laughs> who loves his wife, that's great, but it's not like, oh, I'm you know, he's gonna go kick someone's ass now, or something, yeah,
4: yeah, no, totally, it's, you know. A, the wrong theme song can, you know, make the whole thing not work. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, Colleen, I uh, love your whole look and vibe. It's very aesthetically pleasing.
4: Oh, thank you, Colleen. <laughs> so actually, I actually, uh, oh, go on, sir. Uh, I was going to say I, I'd like to change it up from time to time and uh, you know, to experiment and have uh, have fun with that. Uh, were you doing that beforehand? Yeah, since the beginning of this project. Right. not before this project but that it was a, a big part of this project and you know people people have asked about it and you know every now and again and i guess for me um to put it simply it kind of was a way to strip my own identity out of the project a little bit um and just kind of remove any any history any pre- preconceived uh ideas you know even good ones you know i just didn't want I wanted kind of a blank slate for this project. I wanted it to be judged on its own merit and by its own accomplishments and all all of that. So, so really uh, when I started, I started just doing only black paint and only black mask. And it was kind of just a way to mute myself a little bit and let the music kind of pop to the forefront
2: i have to ask because it started to pop up a- after you were on the <laughs> AEW pay-per-view what did what did you think when you actually saw people start to say oh this guy was in blackface <laughs> on the show
4: uh yeah no, I, think, I think it's i think someone was gonna eventually ask so that yeah. so, i thought you know, I-, I was defending <laughs> you right
2: away because i thought it was ridiculous and so not not way before i even asked you to come yeah, on the show or anything
4: i mean point blank it's it is totally ridiculous to me and um you know i th- i think you know I'm, i've been a wrestling fan long enough to know that wrestling fans themselves are passionate people that like to uh you know no, no matter what you're only going to win over half the crowd because the other half is rooting for the other guys right so automatically you have people uh that are going to critique you for any reason they can make up right uh you know i it, i just think it's silly you know it's not it's not obviously what this project's ever been about and um you know, I think I think even anyone that has a history of, you know, let's say actual blackface and things like th- things like that would would say, well, there's a lot more to it than just. Right. Uh, a, just the paint a, that's on the color idea is of like doing a caricature
2: face. of a black guy. like for,
4: for sure. And I don't think any of that was represented in what we did. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it. It's funny, I actually. You know, and I thought, you know, I think about those things. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm conscientious enough to know I'm sure. not just trying to shock people or just trying to offend people for no for, for no reason. Um, and that was actually the first time I even added the red to uh, my paint. Uh, I usually just do all black when I'm doing the black mask. And um, you know, I thought, oh, this might be kind of cool. Let me just do like a stri- stripe. It looks like a nosebleed, you know, going all the all the way from my nose all the way all the way down my to my neck under my shirt. And it was cool to me actually, because it you could you could see my lips move better, and like it kind of uh, gave a little more expression. Sometimes you just can't see anything when you're wearing it all black. Uh, and I thought oh, maybe that, maybe that makes it less potentially less blackface by you know adding this cool design. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you're <laughs> never going to please everybody. And and the way I look at it is, you know, how many you know millions of people saw that, or at least the clip's been viewed millions of times. And if there's 400 people arguing about it, out of the millions of people that saw it, that's like, you know, 0.001% of people that I that I offended. So, you know, I'll, I'll let the majority speak for themselves. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, ra- ra- uh, racism is racism is stupid, and we would never uh, we would yeah. never reflect that or be be part of that. That's if, can't be any clearer. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so when did uh, when were your contact about the idea to do the uh, live uh, performance?
4: Uh, like about five days before Am. Mm. So uh, we didn't have a lot of time. Uh, just like the theme song, I, I almost didn't know, know or believe it was going to happen until you know the eleventh hour, let's say. Uh, John, I hadn't spoken to John since he said he was going to use this unscripted violence in 2019. So. I haven't heard from him at all. And again, out of the blue, I get a text message from him saying, uh, Hey, I looking for a band maybe to play wild thing um, at double Double or nothing. Uh, and maybe, you know, maybe take a super kick. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, do you know anybody that can do that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I, I, th- I thought about it for, for, you know, a good couple hours before I could, before I replied and said, you know, I, I think I could do that. And, um you know, Vinyl idols have never actually played a live show yet. And we this was actually our first live performance of any kind. Oh, time. wow. That's
0: pretty so wild. So
4: only having five days going on a major pay-per-view with a solo arena, T-Mobile, you know, it, here in our hometown and stuff, it was a, just a pretty crazy thing to prepare for. Um, and I didn't know the full direction. Like, when he asked me originally, I thought maybe we'll just play it as he comes out and then be done. Maybe maybe they cut me off or something like a minute and a half into playing it or something. It wasn't until I got there like a couple hours before and they're telling me, so we wanted to play this like maybe two or three times and just keep going and going. <laughs> and, and then this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. And this is gonna, You're going to do this. I'm like, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is, uh, not really what I was fully prepared for, but uh, you know, let's uh what's the what's the worst that could happen i mean i'm 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 a huge wrestling fan you know in my head like what's the worst gonna happen what's gonna happen i'm gonna be sore for a few days or like maybe like i get my nose broken or something i don't you know i don't know (laughs) but but i can take it and it's worth it even if i got even if i got my yeah uh, yeah it's like a
2: it's like a a dream to be you know and you took a really good kick too
4: (laughs) Okay, oh, we've had we've had so many fans over the years ask us like, are you guys ever gonna play live at AEW and like do do something like that? And you know, I never I never thought it would actually happen, and then for it to happen was like a really cool uh, fulfilling fulfilling moment, great moment as a as a as a fan of wrestling and to be be part of you know a major a major pay per view and uh, you know a moment of wrestling history and 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 I, I like that you know I'm glad people are, are talking we're talking about it. Oh yeah, and I'd rather I, I'd rather it be. <laughs> I'd rather have been, you know, either annoying or obnoxious or controversial, <laughs> than forgettable what? and uh uninteresting. Mm. So I, I think yeah. I think we I think we did good there. Did <laughs> you feel the odd like so? You
2: play it once, and you play twice, and you start like a third time. Can you feel the audience like start to get like, oh my god, was we're going to hear this the whole show? Or uh, oh yeah, I mean, the, I, mean the, I
4: mean, you know, it just gets better and better, really, because like. You know you come out and people are like oh this is cool we're here to <laughs> intro live and then you know the match gets going and then people start entering and the attention's kind of off of, off of us and people almost you know forget we're there they're invested in the match more at that point but then that as soon as we ended that first time and started up again from the absolute beginning the second time everyone like turned our way and went, went crazy <laughs> again and i don't, I don't think I went, anything anyone I, I don't even know if we thought we were going to get to the third time to be honest that was a little bit of an mm. audible. In, in in the moment it's like we got it we gonna have to go around again and it, it was even an even bigger pop the third time in the arena and stuff so uh it, it was it was pretty it was pretty cool and then you know of course i don't i don't think even people expected we'd get you know that i get know to, totally taken out <laughs> yeah because
2: i really think the song added to the chaos like you know this live performance of this chaotic match and that out of the chaos and then it playing a few times and then like i thought you know, if they would have kicked you like right away, it would still have been fun, and everything. But I think it was like the perfect timing. Like, okay, it's the third time. Now we're going to open kick them. <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: no, it, I, I never thought I'd ever be playing Wild Thing for 10 minutes on a pay view.
3: A lot of stamina but, to uh, do. No, it was
4: good. And, uh, uh, you know, and I, I thankfully I, I survived it. You know, I uh, it definitely took me a few days to, to, you know not feel totally stiff <laughs> like, <I've been>. mm-hmm. <laughs> so like did over, anyone but...
2: not to you know ruin the, the 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 magic or anything but did anyone go over you how to take a bump
4: I've I have some previous history with that so I've oh, actually uh years ago I actually trained uh for a little bit as a wrestling manager um oh, at Jake the Snake's at Jake the Snake's okay. school in Las Vegas so oh, okay. so I've done some stuff. I've been on some limited local shows, you know, nothing crazy. With everything from anything from thirty to a hundred and fifty people, let's say. Nothing nothing like what I did there. Um, I've never taken a super kick though, and I've never taken uh I've never taken one on a on a stage. <laughs> I've never taken a bump I've never taken a bump outside the outside the ring in a you know, serious way that wasn't, you know, padded to some extent or whatever. So uh, you know, I I didn't know fully what I was in for, and I actually expected, uh, I expected it to be more on me, and and they connected it pretty good. <laughs> they hit me with enough force to, to throw me throw me back. I, I didn't have, even have to think about anything. I was just literally yeah. all of a sudden I'm on my back, and I'll tell you what, that's the best feeling ever. Is that moment where you where you've done your you've done your job, and you're and you're dead there on the stage in the arena. and you just get to the lie there and kind of soak in it for, you know, a minute or two until uh, mm-hmm. till the, till, till it drag me out of the air. <laughs>
2: your, your other bandmates seem kind of happy about it, too.
4: <laughs> you know, I, I think they had no idea what they were in for that day. And as much as <laughs> I tried to, like, prepare them and explain to them, like, so this is, like, how this is probably going to go, and... Things uh, you know, not having been familiar with AEW or even even all of them fully familiar with, re- with wrestling to the extent that I am, uh, it was like it was like really this is what's happening right now. Like they had no, they they thought it'd be a, not nearly nearly as authentic as it all as it all actually was.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, Colleen, well, I'm this just, back I'm to just me. glad the the young Bucks sneakers didn't explode uh, then. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, true. it, it could have been worse. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, Colleen says it's a happy little landing strip. The uh, the silver today uh, also m- kind of makes the mask and paint seem like an upside down V. Interesting. Mm. All right, yeah,
4: yeah, that's cool.
2: Yeah. So the exploding kick, though, uh, when you saw that, uh, how cool was that? Uh, the <laughs> exploding super kick. I know you. Uh, I mean, cool to know it.
4: it but... cool, cool to know it didn't happen happen to me, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you know, I think I think I was actually back, you know by that point back in our, dr- our dressing room when. Watch, watch the tail end of it, all that and what an exciting cool match and just like it was that was really fun fun to see lots of lots of lots of good moments
2: what was uh what were the people like backstage uh, after you take the super kick
4: you know i think uh you know I, th- I think everyone was kind of unsure really you know no one really knew who we were up front and uh you know no one i don't think really i don't know i don't know how many people were really f- sure what we'll, the look was going to be and stuff like that like right from day one i was kind of trying to be transparent about it and be like just so you know i don't want to surprise anybody and show up like this when you don't realize it and no one ever said anything so so i'm like no one said anything that means it's cool and uh i'm, I'm just gonna do what i do and uh so i'm sure i'm sure a lot of people were like who are, who's this guy and uh <laughs> uh you, you know what, what do these guys do and are they, are they wrestlers yeah to, maybe it's like the, the build
2: they... up to a new uh character or, you know that's gonna be here so especially if you take the bump
4: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah no totally so i mean i went back and i, I watched some of it actually with everyone everyone that's back there wa- watching backstage and i mean that's so surreal and cool like i'm i'm a fan so it's like to see you know dustin rhodes chilling watching oh, nice. you know finishing watching what you did and give you a compliment and stuff like that's just like so cool. You know, (laughs) half the reason I got paint probably on my face is because of, you know, a character like gold dust and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So Mm it's a, it's a full circle moment for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, Did you talk to uh, the young bucks at all before or after?
4: Uh, Not after, not, not after I did, I I did before just, just briefly and uh, uh, you know, run through uh, you know, what could go wrong and, and everything. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, everybody we met that day were like so professional and so, so nice. And, uh, uh, Christopher Daniels was, was, uh, really helping us backstage with just coordinating and, and making sure we we're where we needed to be and had what we needed to have and he gave me the awesome black cool combat shirt to, to wear and stuff. Oh, nice. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I It it was really cool. Really, really very professional environments. Way more professional than any concert backstage environment I've even been to. (laughs) And the best (laughs) catering. The best catering, you know. Oh, well, that's always a bonus. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Lots lots of good food, food, healthy food. (laughs) So that
2: was your first live performance. You guys planning on doing some more, you know, maybe minus a super kick?
4: Yeah. I thought. I, I don't think anything is out of the question. I think we always knew and the way I approached this whole project is I like to do things um, that matter and that are are worth worth the time and and memorable. so that 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 was an opportunity that checked all those boxes for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see us doing either other other things similar or uh, maybe you know a full extended show on uh, heck if I can have enough fan, fans ask maybe we can get on like the Jericho cruise or something oh, like that. yeah. that'd be a fun yeah you know, you know, something like that would be would be fun i don't think we're mm-hmm. looking to do any ran- any random shows that that aren't uh aren't something really neat so either yeah. or, you know whatever that means there's no rules to that i've i'm, I'm very much a never say never guy but uh uh y- y- yeah I like, I like big moments
3: that would be great to see you guys on the jericho cruise that would you'd fit right in with that
4: i think i think it would be, it'd be great so I'm, yeah I'm, I'm campaigning now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I so, hear you. Uh, uh, enemies with Benefits. Now, did you make that for MLW or did they like, hey, this is a. How, how did it come about for that to be the theme song?
4: Yeah, that's actually. Um, uh, I, we didn't make it specifically for them. That's uh, surprisingly the second song we ever put out after Unscripted Violence. Uh, so already a few years ago, I think in 2020. Um, and it was, it was on that first EP and they just. Again, just wrestling's awesome. It just has created so many opportunities for us. We're just you live your life, and then randomly, you know, MLW hits you up. And says, "Hey, can we use this song as our theme song?" And of course, I'm I'm a wrestling fan, and we we love connecting our stuff with, with more uh, with with more things like that. And uh, so that, so they so we approved that immediately. And then um, a couple months later, they approached us for uh, their their new iteration of um, Fusion. Uh, so we gave them another theme song called Zero Fox, an instrumental version of that song. Um, it's not even actually released yet. We gave them an unreleased instrumental version of it. And yeah. uh, they loved that and, and went with that too. So, so yeah, we've done John Moxley's original theme. We've played Wild Thing. We've done two MLW themes. Uh, I just saw today that Ray Ripley uh, just used um, our song, Fuck You, in a TikTok and Instagram oh, wow. reel today. No that's sweet. As her, her most recent reel right now, if you go to her page, is is our one of our tunes. So, it's just so fun to see just this music attach itself to the the wrestling universe. All these different companies, all these different different personas and characters, and uh, it's it's so fun to see.
2: Yeah, that's sweet. Uh, so, yeah. when did you become? A, were you how long have you been a wrestling fan? <laughs> since
4: I, since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, since since I was a kid. Yeah,
2: uh, who who were like uh, who were the wrestlers that made you become a wrestling fan?
4: You know, I'm always partial to uh, you know. I mean, I, lo- I mean, I love all the cool heels. I've always loved cool people in masks, from the Undertaker to Mankind to to Gold Dust, and you know, anything larger than life. I think I always gravitated towards that straight away. Uh, on the, on the babyface side, I would say I was a Bret Hart guy, and uh, uh, just his technicality, just his, you know, wrestling and altruism. Let's say, and and everything, uh, everything he reflects. I think is always just, you know, he was a Canadian superhero <laughs> to, to, to me. So uh, mm-hmm. I really, really looked up to. to Are you know. from
2: Canada? Or... Yes. Oh, okay. That's fine. I was just curious. When you say <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the same way yeah. though I was like the the heels. Uh, I'm probably a little older, so I when I was growing up, uh, Piper was was my favorite. But yeah. and then and actually, he, uh, McFoley uh, all different characters.
4: He's from the same parts of Canada I'm from. Oh, that's true. Another oh, Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: And uh,
2: I think I think uh, Roddy Piper's best match was against Bret Hart uh, when he drops the IC title to Bret.
4: Yeah.
2: That that, yeah. Awesome that, that was a good one. <laughs> so you said you had some. Uh, you know, you were training. So when you were training with Jake, the snake, was it, you said to be a manager, like, was it at yeah.
4: all to like, I want to become a wrestler or was it specific? Cause uh, I, I, I never, don't know that ne-
2: actually trained to become, a I manager. mean, I
4: never, uh, I never thought I'd be a wrestler. I never, really, um, I knew I wasn't probably athletic enough and I was already too old to, to do that effectively. Um, and I had no idea what was involved with being a manager. I thought it would just be my work to be honest. When I showed up to my first, first day, uh, and it wasn't at all that. It was, um, it, I mean, that was part of it, but, but the initial first thing they do is, okay, you gotta, you gotta learn how to bump and roll and get thrown around and slip on the banana peel and, you know, not hurt yourself and not, not break your arms and not break, break your legs and and everything else uh, and stuff first. Cause you gotta, you gotta be safe, you know, and, and you, and you gotta, it doesn't matter if you're great on the mic, if you, can't survive one fall, so um, it was a very physical thing unexpectedly for, for, for me to do that. And uh, uh, real fun in that way, because I, I just wasn't ready for that. And and there was a lot of growth to be made. And even though I didn't get incredible at it by, by any means, I, I, uh, I learned a lot and really taught myself kind of uh, that I can do some things I never thought I could do, you know, I, I would have never thought I could do a thing like a super kick yeah, um, I, I, I probably would have never done that had I not even had that ex- that experience and um, just that that history already. So mm-hmm. it's it's a cool sort of like, you know, I never became a professional wrestling wrestling manager, of course, obviously by any means. So it's cool to just have the culmination of all your different experiences and <laughs> in music and wrestling and mm-hmm. you know, the, the fandom involved on both sides of that kind of come together into into uh, you know. Something like violent idols, where I where I can express them both.
3: Yeah. How how did you the band get together? I'd like to know the origin story behind that.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the, in the studio. It's 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 pretty much just me and the producer I work with from from time to time, uh, doing mostly everything. Um, as far as live, everyone that was at the show was all friends of mine. Um, the the bass player and the drummer were actually from a really well known. A rock band called Gemini Syndrome, um, mm-hmm. which are which are really cool, and um, and then the guitar player is a, a guitar player friend of mine from a band called Crash Midnight, um, and I knew they were all good guys, pro guys. Uh, like I said, I only had five days, and I didn't even know if I could do it. So uh, I needed guys that had my back that I could trust. You know, not, not just to play things right, but to uh, to legitimately have my back if anything goes wrong or. <laughs> if, uh, if if I uh, spontaneously combust, you know, up there. So, uh, you know, I was in, I was in good hands, and that's a big reason why I did it actually. And uh, mm. it was when I made the made the call, and before I even agreed to do it to John, I I, I called the, the drummer, and was like, if, if I do this, like, will you, will you do it with me? And can, you know, think we can pull it off? And he's he's like, hell yeah, dude, do it! Like, this will be so much fun. So. Uh, it it just unfolded from there. Did you have any uh, characters
2: in mind when you were trained
4: to be a manager? Um, you know, I experimented with some different things. I I like to kind of just play the the the, the heel manager that's uh uh you know just an obnoxious dick, really, and and always kind of in the in in the wrong place at the wrong time, and 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 pissing people off, and. Uh, I'll tell you what, going from going from doing music all your life, pe- where all you want is for people to cheer you, to intentionally doing something where the goal is to have people boo you, was a, a, a totally different experience and um, really taught me a lot about just entertainment, about uh, psychology, about storytelling in a whole different way that I never learned from music alone. And uh, again, I would have never done this project uh, had I not kind of experimented with that that aspect of, of wearing a different identity and, get, and being able to tell different kinds of stories because because of that.
2: Uh, Tyler, he just uh, says, Canada rules. Take it from me and Toronto Stevie. <laughs> and uh, can you play the Hulk Hogan theme? I want to know which one he means, real American yeah. or American made.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or uh, NWO. <laughs> yeah, end up, NWO. NWO, yeah. yeah was, you know. Or <laughs> i the Tiger, you know, I guess. Yeah. We will play any uh, any wrestling theme uh, for any wrestler <laughs> that asks us, you know, and, and uh, uh, can get us to to, to to the location that we need to be to play it, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, that's no, fun. And we we we've I always have plans to do even other wrestling covers and paid more tributes to things even have passed. That and would stuff. be I think interesting. That's really cool.
2: That, honestly when i was listening to uh your cover of uh i'm a loser baby which is definitely my time period uh <laughs> is uh it was like if mikey whipwreck ever decides to come back he's got he's got a new theme for himself <laughs> that, that's what he he used the original one in the ecw that film. that
4: would actually also make a great wrestling theme and well, yeah. what can i say i mean that, that just happens i don't i don't even set out to uh to do that when i'm making making songs but i like i like I like things to have that impact. I mean, I think, I think, you know, a song to me is like a wrestler in itself. You, you want it to start and you want it to be this moment to, where then the pyro kicks off for the first time and the glass breaks. And those are all the things, you know, I'm thinking about when I'm composing a song and arranging, uh, arranging a piece of music, uh, whether or not it's for wrestling or not. I just want that excitement to be built in.
2: Yeah. Now, what, what are some of your favorite wrestling themes? Either, you know, from the past um, or the
4: present? It, Oh gosh! I mean, nothing gets you more hyped than the Stone Cold theme back in the day for me. I mean, that you know, mm-hmm. just, that, just that feeling of the glass breaking, and then, I, I didn't even know it was disturbed that did that until recently, uh, or that we're, we're, we're part of that, uh, which is really cool. Uh,
0: yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, Undertaker, of course. You know, I mean, these are cliches, I'm sure, but yeah, if you if you, if you grew up watching wrestling, I'm the 90s late 90s you know that that's stuff st- sticks with you forever and uh just just had a way to suspend reality for you you know even even when you know or understand you know the the, the reality of of wrestling you know good good wrestling will, will still suspend that for you and take you oh, know yeah. take like you to that place it's like a
2: good yeah. movie or a good uh show or book or anything you know
4: yeah, you don't you don't watch the Avengers and be and be like, oh, this is fake. You know, you right. you watch, you get lost in it, and you forget you yeah. forget that you're not really watching uh, yeah. you know, those characters. And, like and you when just the Walking Dead was
2: super popular, no one really was like, oh man, this you know Rick really got eaten by a zombie or something. But, <laughs> but they really <laughs> got sure. they really got involved in the show and got abs- really upset when characters died, for, or for Game sure. of Thrones, or, or any of the, the big shows. So yeah, that's one thing I've never understood. Like if uh, someone tries to make fun of me for liking wrestling, and you're like, you know, that's you know not real. And it's like, I mean, every I I don't like to call it fake. Where but it's like every, all wrestling fans. When I say all, like every everyone that's not like a little kid, you know, knows what it is and doesn't. And, and you know,
4: and everyone has different reasons for liking things. You know, oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I I like it for the spectacle and for the psychology and for the juxtaposition of, of good good and evil and just even just seeing uh, consistent marketing and seeing a character match their entrance and their look match their character and the way they talk match the way they look and seeing just you know that that character done front to back in, in, in just a, a solid way I mean that's 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 an art, and that's that's oh yeah and th- I mean, there's beyond dramatic, the wrestling itself.
2: You know, like uh great dramatic storylines of love, but also part of wrestling, some of the goofy stuff I enjoy. It's uh, really I kind of like all about wrestling. And wrestling, it's its own thing. Nothing else is quite like
4: it. Yeah, and I think the older you get, you know, the more you uh, the more you realize that even even things you you hated as a kid or or thought were, were dumb as a kid, you know, those are the things that now you realize oh. I hated them because I was supposed to hate them. Right. But right. It, 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 that memory stuck with me forever because it was dumb in the right way. And you know, even the even the people you disliked when you are a kid, you have a different reverence for when you're older. And you you know you know you realize that uh, they were they were kicking ass at what they did and doing their job right. If I if I was up, if I was talking about it and upset about it, I'm still to this day thinking, th- thinking about it. <laughs> yeah.
2: So uh, you got some videos out too, which are really cool. Uh, who actually, you know, uh, does makes the videos?
4: Yeah, I've done uh, most of the videos I've done so far. Uh, at least the, the earliest ones we did were with a guy named Stefan Orozco. That's a good friend of mine. And then um, the loser video that we did with Chad Gray from Mudbane is, uh, was done by a guy named Wombat, who is an awesome, awesome director. And that was, that was a lot of fun to make that.
2: Any uh, plans for any uh, new videos?
4: Yes, I mean, we go, we finally have some music backed up, ready to go. Um, you know, the, the the trick these days is just coordinating and timing everything, so so you can make the most of what you release and and everything. It's really it's really easy to get lost in the haystack of of stuff on the internet these days. But yeah,
2: it's, um, a, it's it's probably easier to just have something out there today. Um, you know, a movie or anything, but the, uh, but that also makes it harder to stand out since there, there are so many things.
4: It, it is. So it's like, you know, yeah, I like to do either good videos with stuff or have, have little, you know, things that I can attach the songs to like, like MLW theme songs and stuff like that. But, but I've also learned that, you know, sometimes you put a song out and it's not, it's no big deal at the time. And three years later, a TV show is asking you to use it, you know, for their show. So, you know, music has a long life. And you never know, uh, you never know when it's going to finally connect with someone. And a song, um, a song like the one we that Ray Ripley used today, that, that song's been out for almost three years, and it's bigger and bigger every year. Still, um, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And it's to anyone finding out about it, it's a brand new song. Anyone that's mm-hmm. seen it on on Ray's TikTok today, it's the first time they're hearing it. So so it's just cool that like you can put stuff out and put art out and. It's it's almost like it's it's slowly out out there earning interest for you and, and even when you're not uh working or, or don't have something uh that you put out, you know, recently, you know, your your music if it's good and if people are connecting with it, hopefully it's doing the work for you. Yeah.
2: Uh just top of my head, like uh the Nick Cave song, a Red Right Hand, which you know, it's always he's always been known. But once that became the theme of uh of um Peaky Blinders, it's like then I just saw it everywhere and everyone who kn- knows <laughs> And again, they picked it as a theme, you know, like decades after it was released. You never. Yeah. Know.
4: Yeah. And it's amazing. Once it's something imp- something imprinted on you, you know, how it's hard for your mind to let go of that and accept it. Oh yeah. Every time I hear it now, <laughs> I accept it in a, a new environment or within a new, co- new context, you know, you know, or something like that. But uh but it's also cool how it just it does it does imprint upon you, you know, when you, you know, this when you hear the wrestler walk out to a song, and and it stays with you forever, and you remember, you remember that like vividly, and anytime you hear that song, it takes you back to those moments, those memories, and you know all the just all the history you have with that song.
2: Oh, I remember my high school graduation, and they started the song, and I was like, "Oh, the Macho Man's coming out," because. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that joke but I graduated in 94 so it was kind of the zenith of uh, wrestling wasn't super popular so it was only me and like two other people who were into wrestling at that night in 94 but but uh, I was happy at least someone got my stupid joke <laughs> uh, let's see um, what is this question here Lexar does he listen to other genres of music to create a theme for a wrestler or TV show
4: yeah. I mean, I, I love all kinds of music. I think, I think like it, any one kind of thing is dumb <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, really. So, uh, and, and I love to pull inspiration from places that are unlikely. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like to listen to other rock songs to make a rock song. I like to listen to, uh, you know, a, a, a hip hop song, a dance song, something explosive in a different kind of way. And, 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 you know, steal steal little things and make it into something new and a new new collage of its own. So it's it's uh, it, it's very rare I reference something just like what I'm doing to do, to do what I'm doing. I like to build off of unlikely places, for sure.
2: Yeah. So uh, where can people follow Violent Idols to see what's in the works and uh, get cool merchandise and check out all for, your videos and music? For sure. The, the easiest
4: place is to go to ViolentIdols.com. Uh, from from there you know you can go to our store you can access all of our social medias um, consistently on social media we are violent idols so whatever if you're on instagram or just, just look up violent idols we're the we're, we're the only one we're the official one <laughs> this came <laughs> up recently
2: of, in, a, in another interview I did um actually with a band um, and and they said that uh, that that was advice they gave if you're starting out a band Get a name that's easily uh, Google Googleable. I don't know if that's even a word, but because uh, there were like a lot of death metal bands will have like you know uh, very similar uh, titles, and then you Google them and it's like, well, I don't know where they are. But if you oh, have a name sure. that no one else has, uh, you know, you just it, Google it and you'll find. An violent. I, I think
4: that's an awesome suggestion, and that's uh, the band was sorrow. seed. that's something like we did intent- intentionally. Uh, I had. You know, I whittled it down to kind of like a short list and then it just became what me put these up and once I realized Violent Idols was like not taken anywhere for anything, I was like, oh, that's that's the that's the one. Uh you know, and, and it just it just sounded cool. It sounded like it something I could wear on a jacket and not even know who the band was and be like, I want a violent idols jacket, you know. Right, right. Yeah. You wouldn't even uh, need to know if
2: it's a band, whatever. It's just like it, oh, that sounds yeah, pretty the, cool. The, yeah. The,
4: the only downside, uh, Over the last few years, starting it has been uh, uh, really just the censorship of the internet and um, the the algorithms in different places getting tighter and tighter. Doing a pro wrestling show and a horror movie show, I understand this. I'm I'm sure, and it it turns into like sometimes ordinary phrases like kind of block you because they've been associated with other things. Mm -hmm. Um, Just having the name "violent" in our band in our band name, we've had. We've been unable to list merch on Instagram because it says you have violent in the in, uh-huh. on the shirt, you know, and stuff. like this, You know, things that are just absurd because you fall into this arbitrary, all-encompassing filter that you know overlooks satire and creativity and uh, other things. So um, yeah, we try. actually we even had a song called "No One Is Free" that was pretty oh, really? much blocked by yeah. um, by search engines and stuff. Uh, on instagram <laughs> i can, I can go type in no one is free and there's no song that comes up anywhere related to the title and mm. you, you, don't, you never think about that stuff when you're writing music no. or when you're going to release it you, you, yeah. you don't, you're like be, like I'm, in my head i was like this song is one of our only songs that doesn't have swearing in it this, <laughs> this, will, this will be acceptable right and uh you're like no i guess uh, i guess you know i guess it's more a more complicated world than uh, we want it to be sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I uh, on the so on the horror movie show, nasty Neil, and uh, nasty is is uh, not not you cannot use it on any if you try even if you try to do AI stuff, it's comp- It's like blocks saying you're doing something sexual, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's very bizarre. It can,
4: can, can't be hashtag nasty. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, hashtag horror on, on YouTube, it
2: doesn't come up. I
4: know for, for for sure that's, that's the sympathy I have. I think for uh, really. Really, any any musician and and, and artist that, that's trying to do something that's edgy and um, you know trying to push the boundaries, but but particularly, I think rock music is in a challenging spot right now because that's what it's about. It's about going right up to the line and over the over the line and and just telling stories. I mean, music. You know, I don't look at music as a whole lot different than making movies or something. And if I want to make you know, a horror movie, you 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 can, and it's not like looked at. It's not you know. It's not it's, it's not censored the same way, or it's not seen the same way. And you and you make you make a scary song, and people are like, oh, this is this is, these must this must be real because it's <laughs> a music and music people are real. They're not actors, or they're not you know, they're not trying to suspend disbelief. You know, everyone takes what you do a lot more seriously. I think uh, for some reason uh, and, and, and comedy,
2: you know, I think, is the same way. Is um.
4: Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's under threat too, because, like I like I said, satire yeah. get th- thrown out the window. And yeah, obviously,
2: you know, if you make a joke or satire, it's not like a declarative statement. Like yeah, that. you might be
4: making that joke actually to support the right thing or Exa- to support. Usually, that's you, how it goes. You know, honestly, the, yeah. yeah, support the message. The message that uh, that everyone actually shares, or the majority actually shares. But uh, you know, it's, it's the filter the filter lumps you in and th- throws you, throws you out. So you, you gotta, you gotta get tricky. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I've tried to watch videos. Uh, I won't go too far in this about the algorithms. Cause it used to be, it, you just wanted to get a lot of subscribers on YouTube, but then it became like, they don't even send like, uh, they don't even send your new videos out to subscribers unless like certain things. And it gets all very messy.
4: Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, even since the A A W thing, um, I haven't wondered if on Twitter, somehow we're a little more restricted now. I, I, I don't know if that's because of, you know, people reporting our account for, you know, absurd uh, reasons yeah. or, or because we've been, we've been ta- tagged in enough, you know, filtered words right. to, I, I, uh, I, to, 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 to be lumped in and web to web to that. But, I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's Well, even ridiculous. talk
2: about a because I, I fiddle around with the hashtags and the tags, and I notice if I put dynamite, uh, it'll come, it, it, it might, it'll say, like, I can't uh, monetize that show, and then I'll fight it, and, and they'll watch <laughs> it, and they'll, and it'll be fine. But if I put AEW dynamite as one thing, it's fine. But I think they think if they just see dynamite, they think we're talking them. When you're building bombs, bombs all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Unabomber or something, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's, you know, we, we should, that that's the core ethos of this project really is just being able to express uh, art and different, different, different psychologies, different things you get frustrated about. Uh, this project is born out of frustration and you know I don't think of violent idols as being a group of people that are violent and going out there causing violence or or uh advocating for violence I think of it more as like you know you look at you look at history and eventually the good guys can get bullied enough to where they got to push back and they're and they're forced to and and violence isn't always uh born out of provocativeness and uh, aggression, it's it's also defensive and it's also uh, self-defensive and protective. And I see, you know, I see this, the themes and the things we sing about and talk about as sort of uh, being, being reflective of, of trying to fight hypocrisy, trying to fight, you know, people that want to, want to be divisive and uh, pull people apart and separate people and, and it's, you know, th- this band is the pushback to the bullying, not, 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 we're not the bullies.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a good message, I think.
4: But anyway, this has been really fun and I enjoyed talking with you. Oh, thank my. you. Thank you for having me. The one, yeah. one inch biceps. And- yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so- I was going to ask you at the beginning, uh, do I actually call you one inch biceps? But, uh, you know- <laughs> yeah. Or
3: incher for short. Yeah. yeah right.
2: when, way back. At- uh, when we had Harley Race on the show in 2005, I, I don't think he, he we even we just called him OIB because he he we didn't think uh, Harley Race would would think it was cool. No, probably not. I don't think <laughs> we care so much now. But that was in the early days. Well, well
4: hey, you guys have, you guys have done some really cool uh, shows so far. I had a chance to check them out, and well, thank uh, you. I, I was pretty impressed. And you know, it was definitely a thing when when uh, when I saw all the cool people you've spoken to over the years, I was like, well, there's, there's no way I'm not going to do it if it's it was good enough for all those guys. It's good, it's good. It's good enough for me. Well, so. we, yeah, we Excellent. fooled all those people into
2: doing it. <laughs> you, you fooled me, too.
4: So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to uh, your music because I really like your music, not just uh, the wrestling connection. I, I dig it, I, I listen That's to all your it. stuff. And so, yeah, anytime you got some wrestling related stuff, uh, welcome back on
4: awesome well we got a new uh, ep and may, maybe even album in the works this year so uh, oh, when, w- w- once we get closer to that i'll circle back and, and, and share some updates with you all
2: right sounds good so we, um we're gonna play you out with uh, revenge and you were awesome. cool enough to let us play the music video and then
4: we'll be back to talk totally cool. about
2: wrestling <laughs> awesome
4: thanks everyone for joining and thank you for having me see you all right <laughs> bye.
1: Have you ever Wanted to hurt someone so badly Cause they pushed you to the edge Until you're fucking angry All of the voices at this side of your head Where does it end? Try to forget till you can pretend Where does it end? Can't do it, I can't do friends. Where does it end? Where does it end? Where does it end? Of every motherfucker that has made you angry Have you ever wanted to kill someone so badly Paint for blood across the room until so it makes you happy All of the voices up inside your head Where does it end? Try to forget some you can't up Where does it end? Every motherfucker to do is to play Where does it end?
2: back here once again at in your head wrestling radio big thanks to v from the violent idols that was really fun
3: Mm -hmm. great track there i really enjoyed that
2: yeah i honestly really dig their music so Mm -hmm. i was happy that uh he came on the show it was very cool it was nice uh nice that he's a big wrestling fan uh he seemed like a good guy
3: Mm -hmm. most definitely thank you so much
2: yeah so, ah, uh, big shout-out to the Hall of Famers of the Headiverse, Stephen Simmons, Dan- Dadpool on YouTube, Simply Ravishing, Travis Sandow, Mikey B, Mikey Bessler, Vic Schiavone, Brian Matthew Clutter, and, of course, the High Rollers, the producers here of the Hettyverse. El Santos World, and Bruce's Ghost for helping uh, cover the uh, costs here. You're good dudes. You can uh, help support the show and become a member. And for the very small one, you get cool little uh, 8-bit emojis you can use. One more member. We're going to unlock Paul Bear. And um, if you go to the higher ones, you can get... Uh, producer credit, which will also, which will eventually go on IMDb when I add those on there. But you do get a, a producer credit. At the end of the show here, it's very cool. And um, for the mid tier and higher, you can get uncut episode, original episodes of In Your Head. One has already been uh, deemed unworthy, uh, so I, so they're all gonna be marked 18, uh, 18 or plus because they're, they're already getting a, a flag.
0: Does that, does
3: that even cover it, though? I mean.
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's very fun. And uh, I won't say who, because they want, want to remain anonymous, but uh, a valuable member of the Headyverse out there is going to be helping out to get uh, more episode, classic episodes of In Your Head up on uh, the website, because I'm cleaning them up, cleaning up the audio, so they're remastered. Probably the, clear, the cleanest you've ever heard them. Um, the only thing I out is the original mu- is uh, music we don't own, but it's got the original. Uh, right now, just Andre the Giant, because this is before the Duckman song even came about. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. The Andre song. We we should have asked uh, the Vinyl Idols to re- remake that song.
2: That yes, that would be, that'd that'd be, be a, pretty sweet.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Andre. Well, that, then we, uh, I don't want to. They'd have to put it. their own take on it. Right. right.
3: V there. Yeah. yeah, Jackie Jones before we carry on with the show I just have to say that Patrick Howell is in existence he does in
2: exist in the chat room
3: thank you Patrick How. Uh, we appreciate you coming out
2: awesome interview guys from Colleen thank, thank, you, Colleen. You, thank you Colleen I missed yeah. Colleen I was going to uh, see her here at uh, Pride uh, Parade in Boston Saturday but, uh, how'd you, know, you miss her? I think she was there a different time than I was. Plus it goes throughout oh. all Boston. Oh. But I had a good time. It's
3: a big town.
2: Yeah, and they say, when people say Boston they actually mean several cities, you know. Like, you know, every city they just say it's all Boston. Cambridge, all
3: every place. I think I'm in Boston.
2: Well, I remember uh so uh Rock and Shock Convention, you step in in Worcester, and that then um, it no longer does, sadly, but they started calling it in Boston, and it's literally like an hour west of Boston. Yeah. yeah. So that's like saying, I live in Boston because I'm an hour away from Boston. Like, it's not Boston. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. little cities at Brookline, Brookline and Cambridge and Danvers and all these things, Somerville, that's honestly uh getting a little shady there but you can't just call everywhere in Madison. It's like uh, when I started going uh, to conventions and they would if it happened to be in Georgia they say it was Atlanta and it would actually be in Peachtree City which is in Atlanta. Uh, everything they would say is Chicago and it, it would be like in little cities around Chicago. Uh, I went to a convention they called it Seattle and it was literally an hour away from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just lie. They just because it doesn't sound cool for you. like Go to Days of the Dead in Peachtree City. Like that doesn't sound cool. <laughs>
3: Peachtree City.
2: Hell yeah, yeah. Peachtree City is the capital of golf carts. So we had they had a horror convention there, and it was like all these eighty-year-old people who who go around in golf carts. They even have. They even. I'm not even joking. They even had bridges for the golf carts and, like a special, like a not a sidewalk, but a special lane for golf carts because there's so many old folks riding golf carts, which is cool. But it's not the ideal area to have a horror movie convention for the horror movie people or for the old folks riding the golf carts.
3: That needs to be a new horror movie. Old mm. people on the golf carts. Yeah, they want your. They want your uh, your young essence. I they like wanna this. Come and this, suck this, it away from you like sucky beast. This is this is like getting into the They come of Tazo. they come rolling up on their on their uh, golf carts. Like gummer Sonny. I've got some butterscotch in my pocket. People make people call me old cuz I,
2: I I do like uh butter hard butterscotch candies. They are good.
3: How I you like, like them butterscotch. Too. How could you not? I mean, That's they are saying. tasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't trust mm-hmm.
2: someone who doesn't like butterscotch. But we're not here to talk about butterscotch intro. We're here to talk the what? wrestling.
3: This isn't the butterscotch show.
2: Butterscotch is kind of becoming a thing of the past. It's my m- mom's favorite ice cream. It's hard to find. You, yeah. uh, the only company I that used to make it uh, was Friendly's, and, I, and it's hard to even find it anymore.
3: It's not very friendly yeah. of them.
2: No. I know people say it's the same as caramel, but it isn't. It does have a different flavor. Butterscotch.
3: Mm -hmm. And when I used
2: to eat ice cream, I would get a butterscotch sundae.
3: Stephen Simmons here. He says, Charleston, West Virginia, is an hour away from Huntington. So by that logic, Incher lives in the West Virginia state capital. WV! WV! See him punk. He's like, uh, he, he thinks Adam Page is from Charleston. So, oh, really? Yeah, is that you want where you the geography to... lesson again?
2: Yeah, do you ever get your do you ever go there and get Charleston shoes?
3: No, I can get those at the Dollar Tree down the street here.
2: So, they're not called Dollar Tree shoes.
3: Do you ever go in the Dollar Tree and just Ask them how much everything is. Yeah, like but it's no hours. longer
2: a dollar. Now it's a dollar twenty-five.
3: Even then, it's like dollar twenty-five. How about this one?
2: I, I I'm actually I like the Dollar Tree. Yeah, I um, like it pretty well. Uh, so I, on my local page, a sandwich news page, people will they bitch about everything. <laughs> The most yeah. pointless stuff in the world. And, uh, no matter. So the dollar tree came into town and there was like people <laughs> losing their shit. Like that's the end of the end of the town. And it's like, if you don't like, it, you can just not go there. It's not really that big of a deal.
3: You should probably move me in and hear them complain. Just be like, that's the end of the town. They got the guy from West Virginia here. That's like, Whoa, everybody would just pack up and move away. I'd come out and put a tire in the front yard, just uh, be grilling in my underwear. It's nothing better than grilling in your underwear.
2: Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. They don't think a lot of the town folks like me either. I got yelled at recently walking um, by. Um, I've lived here my whole life, and walking by this little shady. Uh, and it's shady. It's been in the news. I thought about blasting them on social media, but um, this little garage and the guy came out and he's like you can't walk through the the uh so it's a great big uh it shares the parking lot with um a restaurant uh a um gas station the deli a place that buys gold and like a laundromat you know it's one it's like a strip mall kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh so when i walk down and get my coffee at the young ladies who give me the free coffee walk because it's you know it's easier to cut cut corners so i walked through the the parking lot and cross the over the grass and go to the uh coffee shop and the guy came and was like you can't walk here oh i seen you looking in the car windows and i'm like what because i had my earbuds on and he's like oh, and i was like dude come on so i just like whatever and i kept going but i was like come on dude like hmm. I, when I'm walking, I don't even pay attention to anybody. Yeah. I definitely, I literally walked through the thing. It's like two seconds, the little corner uh, of that guy's uh, parking lot.
3: Well, maybe he's heard the rumors how the, uh, he, you smashed out, uh, President Clinton's, uh, window. No, the rumors whenever. is that
2: Clinton did that. That was an inside job. Oh, Clinton did that's it.
3: That's how went. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. I, I heard- had it. I had it backwards.
2: I had this all, uh, but then I decided against it. But I had it all curly earlier.
3: That's not even the annoying part. No, I'm not going to tell you anymore. Jackie Jones, before we started the show, I was watching clips of Spaceballs. Oh, my God, that's a hilarious movie. I think I everybody needs sure to go out of their way.
2: Whoop! And you start dancing,
3: but anyways. So, what's the annoying part? <laughs> just watching you do it. It's like I don't know. if like if that uh, rabbit came al- alive and just attacked you right now. It 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 put a smile on my face. Rabbit, oh the dead the dead rabbit. rabbit. I feel like yeah, it's I don't, carcass. I think that's just... probably
2: just been that's probably like just nothing now. Yeah,
3: you sure you didn't like eat that rabbit like a wolf man? You sure you weren't a werewolf that night? And that's why it was I there. Knew,
2: I haven't had rabbit in a long time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Rabbit's good, but I don't think I've had it since I was a kid. Honestly, maybe I wouldn't even like it.
3: <laughs> well, anyways. I'm sure everybody's not here to hear us talk about butterscotch people in golf carts.
2: I know it even left anymore.
3: <laughs> you getting free coffees while you're eyeing the cars to see what you can steal? What do you think? What exactly was there in the cars that you could have stole? Do they have like mustache wax in their cars? Or they've been uh, like a, a spiffy chrome? You can look them up. That you could annoy me with? You're in, like.
2: This, this place, comb. they were in the paper not long ago because so someone had their car in there to get detailed or whatever, and they have a tracking device on it. And then they were at home and they saw their car was like going all through Hyannis, uh, another town. They're like, what the fuck? So, the per, per, assumingly, someone who works there t- took the car for like a joyride. Mm hmm. So uh, yeah, they start calling me out. I'm gonna start blasting them all over the Facebook.
3: We we got a controversial take here in the chat room. So, Dan says, "I prefer Dollarama." No,
2: dollar, I've never heard. I've never heard. Of, I've never been I, to I, one uh, of I'll be honest. We used to have some like mom and pop ch- uh, dollar stores in town, and I like those. But um, uh, when unfortunately, there's none of those existing. It does seem like mm. the Dollar Tree bought all the dollar stores out.
3: Yeah. Jaggy Jones, uh, last week, love golf carts Preferred Dollarama. Last week, I watched all the wrestling. Mm-hmm. This week, I have skipped raw because I had to upgrade my cable box. Mm-hmm. And my cable box, it isn't as friendly to my DVR. And it makes me sad. Damn, bitch. I can't just have it switch channels anymore. Mm-hmm. The new cable box it has this thing called reminders and it, mm-hmm. and then the reminder pops up a big like splash screen like is it okay if we turn the channel it's like damn it i just want you to turn the fucking channel so my so my recorder can record it but the cable company has made it where you got to pay for a DVR Damn, really? Bunch of BS. Man,
2: you think Bunch they've BS. been around for ages now. I remember when they first started that you had to pay for the DVR, but I thought those days were long gone.
3: I guess. I mean, and, and the bill's so high to begin with, so it's oh, like yeah. you can't the be paying anymore. Crazy. And uh, so I did miss Raw. So whenever Toronto Stevie comes on, he can fill us all in on that. But I did watch AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! I AEW Rampage had some good stuff on there. I saw
2: a little bit of it. You did. I saw. Uh, I normally don't watch Rampage. I should start watch trying to watch, but um, I yeah, I saw the end of it. What the fuck?
3: Hmm.
2: Bruce says I love doll farts.
3: Dolls fart? That's news to me.
2: Vic Giovoni says, "Crazy five dollar liquidations beat them all." That sounds pretty rocking.
3: Hmm. But uh, Jackie Jones, did you bear witness to Aaron Anderson's promo? He was no. on. Uh, it was pretty good. I, I thought it was really great stuff. He was talking about how Christian, you know, may have brought up some things that was inappropriate and putting over Brock, saying he's a tough kid and he's already doing better and just. And then just uh, he, you know, just being Arn Anderson, being yeah. great, and so there there was a great promo by Aaron Anderson on the Rampage. Sweet. So there, there are great. reasons a. to watch it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I and love uh, you also had the announcement of Papa Briscoe, Big Daddy I Briscoe. Did see this. He's going to be tagging with his son and uh, Audrey e- Edwards. All right. Aubrey. Aubrey, Aubrey, Audrey. I uh, screwed it up again.
2: I don't know. I, I-, I can never remember either. Whichever one that uh that the plant is not. It's Audrey, right? Audrey two. Audrey, Audrey, I believe. So she yeah. must be Aubrey. Aubrey. This is fun. Now, this is the kind of goofy stuff that some wrestling fans will be pissed about, but uh, I'm not opposed to comedy and wrestling if it's uh, fun.
3: I love Mark Briscoe. I think he's I do doing too. great with uh, his uh, his run, you know. I mean, especially working with Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal and all of those guys. Uh, I think Sanjay Dutt, I mean, the crew just doesn't seem like they would work at all, but they're no, making I it work.
2: It. It's one of my favorite things. In, uh, it's probably my favorite thing that uh, Jeff Jarrett's ever done. I think it's really entertaining. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing Sanjay Dutt's ever done.
3: Yeah great stuff. And
2: my favorite thing that that giant guy's ever done.
3: Yeah, I think it's the only thing he's ever done though. Isn't it?
2: Doesn't make my, my statement any less true.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm. On Dynamite Jackie Jones, you had mm-hmm. us uh we had a promo by MJF and uh Adam Cole baby. This was great. I think I think uh it was it was awesome. Um you know, I brought up Past weeks that I thought Adam Cole might need a little juice, and then MJF he was giving him a hard time about it too. But Adam Cole's retort was if they both pissed in a cup, he'd be the only one, yeah. That this come back positive, saying this, MJF would come back, yeah, on the juice. This
2: was great by both of them. Um, I love both guys. Uh, MJF's the best heel, and uh, I mean, Roman Reigns is up, has got to be you know. In, Anyway, for me, MJF's best heel in, in AEW. Anyway, and arguably the best heel in wrestling, he's up there mm-hmm. with Roman Reigns. And uh, I'm a big Adam Cole fan. Yeah, and uh, I think he's great. Uh, as soon as he came in, I was just said he was a guy you can really build the company around. So I, I wouldn't take the belt off MJF right now, but I do think that's a that's a good challenger.
3: Yeah. He, he kind of put him over as a worthy challenger as, yeah, as was, well at first. And this uh, was
2: good that they're taking advantage of Adam Cole getting a big win over um, Jericho, even though the, the end of that match was flat. But it's something that I've talked about AEW not doing very well at times. When a guy get comes off a big win, like after Orange Cassidy won his feud with uh, Jericho, he didn't really do anything after that for a while now he's doing really good as the as the um mm-hmm. international champion but their capital cuz if you beat jericho that is a big star it should it should move you up in the card so you, he beat jericho now he's uh looks like he's going to be fighting mj for the title right first it's going to be non title and if he can win it this is the first this is one of the first times that that match works cuz sometimes they do it out of the blue where it's just like a guy you never seen and why would they even get a shot add a shot at a title match. But this time it made sense because it is a top guy. So he's got to beat MJF to then get the title shot. This is one of the few times I think that works.
3: Yeah. Well, looking forward to what happens with that feud. Um I'm enjoying it so far, uh, but he, he did agree to a match. you know, that they're, they're going to have a match. Uh, did they announce uh, I don't think they announced where it will ha- take
2: place. I think it's actually <laughs> tomorrow.
3: Is it going to be on Wednesday tomorrow? I think
2: so. Yeah, which I was because kind of they didn't say forbidden
3: door or anything. No, I, well, what it is normally... is
2: it's not the title match. It's a it's what do they call him? Eliminator like a, match. Uh... So he has to win the match to get to get a title match.
3: Oh yeah 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 yeah.
2: So that's interesting. So I assume I, I I'm look I think uh, Adam Cole wins Wednesday since it won't be a title switch.
3: Now it's a little strange that uh, uh Orange Cassidy he is now kind of like teaming with Darby Allen and Sting because they made the save for him. So are they trying to get him away from the best friends? I mean, because the best friends were kind of involved with um.
2: Yeah, it's been always been his group.
3: Rocky. Uh, yeah, maybe it's Rocky just too Romero. big of a.
2: Yeah, maybe you can have those guys uh, going for the trios at some point. And Orange is like super over, and maybe they're going to do something at uh at Wembley, um, with Sting and Darby and Orange, since all three are really uh, over with the crowd. I don't know.
3: Yeah, but uh,
2: I'm a big Orange Cassidy fan. Mm. I honestly think um, this is one of the best uh, secondary title reigns in wrestling. Every week, uh, I know this one wasn't for the belt, but. And he's been on a big uh, winning streak, I see. Oh no this one was for the belt it was uh, Swerve Strickland, which I, mm. I a lot of people thought Swerve was going to win. They've been doing a good job with this every week. people keep thinking Orange is going to lose and it's long-term storytelling where every week he gets you know his armor gets chipped and but he, he still overcomes.
3: Jonathan Jackson, he has a very strange thought in the chat room. He said, if they both pissed in a cup. Referring to the MJF uh promo and uh Adam Cole. Who would drink it?
2: Mm. Do you think I kind of think maybe Tazo? Tazo kind of looks like a guy who might like drink a cup of urine.
3: I looks bet. a little thirsty. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe Bruce.
3: No, no, no.
2: Bruce is <laughs> a good man.
3: Mm. Lexar would just pour it on his floor with his mat. He's like,
2: it's it goes on the floor with the Mac that I bought, that I paid $500 for. Yeah. Do you think he really paid for that or he just stole it?
3: I would say he paid for it. I don't think he stole it. I think he, I think there was a conversation taking place and he, he, he got, he got the guy to sell it to him. And do you I think, think his where's he thinking, get this
2: money, do you think he's like doing some you know, dirty deeds?
3: I don't know where he gets his money. I, I don't know. I would say, um, I don't know. I'm not even going to like speculate on that. But Jackie Jones, I, I think his thinking is that since it's ca- a piece of canvas, that it belongs on the floor to like yeah, represent but it's a, a collectible wrestling at this point. Yeah, you that's don't put what, any
2: collectible on the floor.
3: Yeah, you want to like put it, even if it was like a mat that was collectible, you wouldn't like want to. Like
2: if you bought a famous rug, you wouldn't just throw it on the floor. Yeah, put it on the wall. Like if I if you got like the like the flying carpet from uh, from Aladdin, you'd want to put it up on the wall. Like Mm -hmm. hey, it's my my Aladdin's flying carpet. Like fuck it, throw it on the floor. My now it's my welcome mat.
3: I did pay for it $50, Mighty Lexar says here in the chat room. where would you get the 50 bucks? Maybe he wanted it at the casino. Yeah, maybe. I was just wondering if
2: he's uh, selling stuff to Tazo or something. Oh, my. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. No, he's, he's a good man.
3: hmm mm-hmm. I don't know about that. But... Bruce... Uh, Bruce here, Bruce's ghost, he says, I'd do it for the money and street cred. There you go. Yeah, of
2: course. Now, wouldn't that be good street cred? You go around and tell her, but hey, guess what? I drank this cup of piss.
3: Hmm.
2: You'd be like, so i well, go... with that motherfucker.
3: Should be an interesting call from Bruce tonight.
2: He's a good dude. I like him. He's going
3: to drink a cup of piss for us.
2: Drink it, drink it, drink <laughs> no,
3: it. No, no, I don't want that.
2: Hetty Con.
3: That. Yeah, you got to do it at a at a big at a big yeah can just do it for just any normal show yeah. here. You got to do punch it
2: punch bowl. It's like the piss bowl.
3: Uh.
2: Hetty Con. It's, it's gonna be an event. Imagine if we ha- if if so we have Hetty Con. And like we have to go back, and everything we've ever mentioned in the history of the show that would happen at HedyCon has to happen.
3: <laughs> that would be hard.
2: <laughs> Everybody would be in prison.
3: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah.
2: uh, uh, Brian Danielson and commentary is always good.
3: Yeah, he 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 was uh very very good in that role. I enjoyed. Him.
2: Uh, second week, and um, my God, uh, Don Callis, is the, he's like the most hated man. I love it. His, his mm. promos, I've always been a fan of his promos. Uh, I think he's a great heel manager, and it's so much fun to see him out there in the f- crowd just hating him.
3: Vic Chavone here. <laughs> he read a book. About people who were shipwrecked and they drank each other's urine because if they drank their own, it tasted terrible. Hmm. How, what do you think about that, Jack?
2: Um, I think you'd probably rather drink your own, wouldn't you? Why would you think?
3: But I, anytime I watch,
2: v- a, when I watch those Survivor shows, they're always drinking their own piss.
3: According to Vic here, he says you you want a nice steaming cup of inches urine. What do you think? What what do you think your urine
2: tastes like? And like hot dogs and chili?
3: You're going to tell me, I guess.
2: Well, what do you think mine would taste like? Oh, I'm not thirsty. I'm good. Probably like, it's probably fruity. I drink a lot of fruit. Eat a lot of fruit.
3: <laughs> I I've I've um I would probably just collect some rain water. You know. What if it's a desert, bitch? It's a desert island? Mm -hmm. That don't make no sense. There's no islands in the desert.
2: Yeah, pineapple, see? I eat a lot of pineapple, Colleen, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Jonathan Jackson says, only one way to find out. (laughs) Lexar says, that was fiction, Vic, because he knows from, from experience that his urine tastes better than others. Maybe. But no, honestly, when I used to watch those Survivor shows, they would, like, drop a guy off. There was one of them where the guy, like, I think he just enjoyed it because no matter what, he just start. he's like, time to drink my piss.
3: There's probably something, like, satisfying about it that was just like, Lexar I can seems the, to know a lot about this.
2: Else. Lexar says uh, urine tastes like uh, Bud Light.
3: Bud Light year.
2: Man, that'd be weird if if Lexar's urine's like carbonated.
3: Would would so is urine banned from Kid Rock sh- shows for now on?
2: <laughs> Probably. Yeah, he's gonna shoot a bunch of urinals.
3: <laughs> I better make sure nobody's in there first.
2: Do you ever do that? Have you ever shot like a drink of any kind? Bought cases of it and just start shooting it with your uzi.
3: You're like, no, fuck you, mug, so. beer. <laughs> Oh, I'd never do that to my group here. It's quite tasty.
2: Fuck you, Sonny D!
3: No, I like Sonny D pretty well. Dang. Um What drink would I want to just explode? Um, probably like ginger ale. I hate ginger, ginger
2: ale. You don't like ginger ale? What are you, some kind of maniac?
3: <laughs> Apparently so.
2: I've never heard of a maniac like ginger
3: ale. Lock me girl. up, Jack. I'm a maniac. You're crazy. Not a ginger ale fan.
2: I don't know if I could be friends with you anymore.
3: Is that that all it took? (laughs) (sighs) Now you're going to be like, "Enter! I got a big cooler of ginger ale. You want (laughs) one?
2: Your choice, enter. It's either ginger ale or."
3: I love that look you get on your face whenever you're trying to annoy. You just, like, stare at me to see what my expression is. You're just like.
2: (laughs) You're lying. You just make shit (laughs) up.
3: Like, I know. uh, The only thing
2: I ever have on my mind is how to to make Intra happy.
3: Yeah, you get that real intent look on your face. You're just like. (laughs) Flexar! Flex Alexa!
0: Alexa!
6: Is
3: the mat still is, is, is the Is it still gym? on your floor? Mm-hmm. Is it still on the floor? It's going to get all yep. dirty.
2: It's going to get it. stained. It, it has a have pair footprints of my socks on
5: it. on it, though.
2: Footprints on it. going to have uh, dog shit on it. You're tracking from outside. Mm-hmm. Got all your jizz tissues laying on it.
5: And climb from the outside world, from uh, you know. I go, Why do you I go want stuff? that
2: on something you paid fifty dollars for?
5: It's fifty dollars. It's not like two thousand. There's a WCW ring yeah, canvas. Oh, fucking money
2: bags over here. He's wiping his ass with fifty dollar bills. <laughs> He's literally wiping his feet
5: with fifty dollars. If I bought a WCW ring canvas, you know, you remember the WCW ring canvases? I if thought I you loved that, this promotion. I and I bought that. Well, would you be upset if I step on it?
2: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's dumb to buy something that you want, that you love, and want to cherish, and you're just jumping on it and wiping your ass so, on it. So, what, what's right? a waste of money? Show some respect to it. You're disrespecting all Point the wrestlers who's 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 bled and sweat and cried.
3: What if I came in there and I said, Lexar, I've really got to go. And I'll only go on mats. And I just took a big dump on your GCW mat. How Colleen says,
2: my toddler does that to everything I buy him to. See, Lexar, you're just like a toddler going around wiping your ass on everything. No. He's probably even
5: even uh intro says that uh, either intro or Geraldine said that uh, it's okay. You no see, one said it, it was okay. Time.
2: Everyone said Geraldine was with me, said you should frame it on the wall. I but just gave one up. Said it was okay. Now you're I just, lying. Just, I just
3: gave up on the argument at the time. I just was like, oh, whatever, Lexar. Just leave it on your floor.
2: Lying son of a bitch. See how much yeah. a floor
5: Matt costs.
2: So what's on your mind, Lexi? Did you show your mom your canvas?
5: Yeah, I did. She, uh, yeah. I remember last week she, uh, I showed her about the canvas, and like she complained about the smell of beer and sweat and dry blood. So I cut two pieces out of the canvas of the GCW logo and the sponsor logo. I put it on the floor. It looks nice. So you, looks Wait a beautiful. minute. So you bought...
2: Did you buy the whole canvas and then you just cut pieces out of it?
5: What'd you do with (laughs) the rest of it? Recycle. You probably
2: could have sold the whole thing for a lot more than 50 bucks.
5: There's like this uh, hamper like uh, one block over and I put that uh, big heavy sucker in. I put like a big large you know plastic bag. What the hell do you think they're
2: gonna do with
5: it? And I put it they might like biohazard? get rid yeah,
2: of it, it at, like the the homeless. thing could go get the homeless guy to like sleep with.
3: They might get rid of it because it's like biohazard. Yeah, like, it's like it's, it's covered in blood. blood and yeah, like they may just toss and... it out.
5: Well, but a lot do. of them throw out canvases all the time. If you watch their show, they have a, like a new canvas every a couple of months. Like every three months, they put a brand new canvas on. I
2: can't believe you bought this and then you just cut it all up. And if oh. you cut out the small piece, that's perfect the frame. What the hell are you doing?
5: GCW owner Brett Lauderdale throws away canvases. Well he then why did pizza? you then you
2: just bought his garbage? You literally paid the man for his garbage and he throws in the trash.
5: You paid fifty dollars for garbage. I paid these pieces of canvas, so you it's paid not fifty bucks for pieces of garbage? you're the garbage. Are you anything? just said he literally throws it's them away in the trash, job. and you're like, Well, I'll pay you fifty dollars
2: for your trash. What the what hell are you it?
5: doing? It smells like beer and like uh, blood and everything in my Listen mouth. This is not you're fifty
2: dollars for stinking trash. Blood covered stinking trash.
5: Well it's, it's not a yeah. It. Look at that. it! Right you right
2: cut up and th- threw it away.
3: It's sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars for, for this mat. This mat that I showed every, earlier. Not fifty. Sixteen, and it's got like a rubber on the bottom, so like it doesn't slip out from underneath your oh, feet. You gotta use protect. You can kind of wipe your feet on it real good, you know. Mm-hmm. Sixteen
5: dollars. I got some trash
2: if- outside. You want to buy it?
5: No. It's not wrestling memorabilia.
3: I got a piece of wrestling memorabilia for you, Lexar. Oh, the really, low what Price is it? of $50. <laughs> you Damn, can buy my. Look for. at that.
2: You won't even have to cut it up. Your
5: it, mom what, what, about it. Did Nick Gage use it to like stab people and all that Oh, oh yeah. Gage
3: oh it
2: yeah.
5: He eat Nick, some coleslaw. Yeah,
3: he, Nick Gage he's used it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> no, he hasn't used it, Lexar. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't uh, present myself as a fraud here on the show. Nick Gage has never used it. Damn. Well, but maybe if I could get him to come through the door here and like grab it and like stab it into my head, would you buy it then?
5: Maybe. But, uh, uh, but does he have to like torture
3: diamond. me more or something and that will make you buy it? Like, does he have to like he what if he took it th- and he like
2: stabs Intra in the nutsack with it?
5: That red thing that hit that has a domino slope on it, he needs to like cut you on the forehead too.
3: What if he takes the fork and he jabs it in my eye and pulls my eyeball out? Oh, I'll I'll, p- I'll pay him
5: to do that. <laughs> 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 see, see dangerous man is uh jackie jones sadistic human being that's why yeah, he has I a mean, pride flag up
2: it would be it would be yeah that's why i have a pride flag up because i'm sadistic that's like mm-hmm. the dumbest thing and you say a lot of dumb things but that, that mm-hmm. one might take the cake bruce's ghost two. how you doing my buddy my pal my amigo my compadre good happy to see everybody
3: tonight how's everybody be... hey bruce I'd be pretty impressed if Nick Gage could cut me with this. This is, It barely cut pizza at the time. That I've would ever. probably hurt worse, mm-hmm.
2: though, if he's cutting you with a, like a, a blunt instrument. like He's like going to hold you down and fucking force it over your face. That's why a razor doesn't really hurt, because it just cuts instantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that would be fun to see. That would be a good uh, event at Hed- HedyCon. How long does it take to get blood out of
3: Incher with this plastic pizza cutter? Big bets. We're not doing this. What? That,
2: that sounds, that like, sounds like a fun there. time, don't you think, Bruce?
3: Uh, yeah, it sounds nice. What? Bruce! No, sorry. <sighs> See? Yeah, good, good man, Ooh, Bruce.
2: Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Lexar would like that too, wouldn't he, Lexi? You were just advocating it. <laughs> Alright, so what's on your mind, Bruce, besides seeing intra blood and Intra get bloodied? Uh, uh, not <laughs> I don't want just... to see intra bloody, just to throw it out there.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe hurt just a little bit.
2: Yeah, but nothing like you know, nothing like permanent. Mm-hmm.
6: Maybe balls getting hurt in some way. Because it it'll Damn. make it funny. Oh. <laughs> Don't make it
2: funny. Yeah, if like, we put inches balls Doesn't in like a vice or something.
3: Yeah. You had that pretty quickly. Almost like he had this thought up already. He's uh, like, put inches balls in a vice. He's probably dreamed about that one. He's like, I hope I get away with putting inches balls in a vice. How am I going to get away with this one?
0: Uh
2: that'd be good. Sounds fun. <laughs> no,
6: no, nothing like that. See, it's way funnier than the knife thing. Yeah,
2: see, it should just be fun. Everybody's be laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Besides
3: you. <laughs> That's the part you like the most, I think.
2: Yeah, it's more than more like just the humiliation than the physical pain. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I'd like to I am just i don't want to like, see
3: Incher in any kind of pain I'd like to grab those little points on your mustache and just keep pulling until they just pull right
2: <laughs> Damn, off why are you so mean I just, just, to see just what put I would you do. over and then you start going crazy
3: yeah Vic's got some uh, shitty hotel internet tonight or something
2: what's he doing in the hotel
3: he's uh, out of town for work mm, yeah
2: work we love Likely you, Vic.
3: story. Yeah, that's what that's what he told us a couple weeks ago. I pay attention to Vic, unlike somebody here. Yeah, I mean that's the
2: story told us. That don't mean it's true.
3: I believe everybody in the Headyverse. They're all honest people. Everyone no, I, I believe everyone.
6: I believe Vic. He's a good man. Did you see my bird video, Insure?
3: The bird video?
6: Yeah, if you saw it, you'd probably remember it. It's just bird
3: weird. video. Never mind. Oh, Seen this bird video.
6: It's. The... I was bored.
3: It's a, I is put it? Is it on, on the your group?
6: page? Actually, like you your did page, like on your wall.
2: Yeah, he's gonna claim that I don't pay attention, but anything you tell Incher, he. I tried to
6: message you, but you're not on Messenger. I guess so. I had to put it on your. I wall.
3: should be on Messenger. Are you? Are we friends
6: on Facebook with you, but not on Messenger? I it wouldn't send it or something. Well, that's
3: strange. I thought if you're friends on Facebook, you could always message somebody. I did too. Yeah. Maybe you just don't have that. Oh,
6: here it is.
2: I I, I I can play it on the show if you want. It's not. Is it copywritten? (laughs) It's.
6: uh, I give you permission.
2: I know, but is there like uh, is there something? No, no, no. Let's watch it. I'm not
6: very proud of it, but. You must I, be bringing it up. I guess. I am proud of
3: you. I be do proud! See it right here. So you you did post it. Here, I'll yeah. give it a thumbs up.
2: Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here this
6: artistry at its finest. Check it out.
0: Oh. Okay. oh. The bird's opening its mouth Uh and making noises.
2: I think that's the actual bird. Yeah. The mic is outside, actually. Maybe we can get the bird to a video into the show.
0: (laughs) This moment. (laughs) <laughs> <kindness
2: moment. laughs> Ooh. That's my favorite part right there. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> what do you think, Inch Man? <laughs>
0: there
2: you go. What's the point? <laughs> Uh Mike wants to know does That's the bird the look like Does the Bird look like Cody Rhodes? Oh, I still, no. Even when we showed it live and I still don't think interest saw it.
6: <laughs> does Cody Rhodes have a cloaca? <laughs> That's the real thing.
2: Jonathan Jackson! He hasn't watched wrestling in over fifty
5: years. Nice.
2: He's a big fan of uh Farmer Burns. Stanislaus Abisco. Mm -hmm. Vic Chiavone says I'm in the Marriott, downtown Chattanooga. So if any ladies wanna come up and ride Space Mountain,
5: Woo
2: Oldest Ride, (laughs) longest
5: line. Isn't Vic married though? I think his wife wore pool.
2: Rick Rick Flair? Vic Vic Shiavoni. Incher says his uh, computer's acting up. He's just pretending, I think, so he can try to hang up or something. Don't you think... It's hard to believe him. is trying
5: to talk, but I couldn't hear him. Talk, boy! Look, it
2: says you're muted. Can't unmute your guests because they chose to mute themselves. It says you mood muted yourself, boy! So you're gonna have to go in and unmute yourself. Uh unmute. It's it's uh it's telling on you it says that you muted yourself. Oh he's taking selfies. What the hell is he doing? He probably doesn't even know he's on video. He's sending dick pics. <laughs> He thinks he's on uh, on uh, plenty of fish or something and he's sending he's trying to get a date he's on grinder tout 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 it all out these are the touts I can tout about so come on mm-hmm. he's sending a very blurry video of his wiener or something what the hell is this? Hold on, I'm gonna to try to show you guys this. sent sending like a a very blurry f- video. Hopefully, this isn't his wiener because I don't want to get kicked off YouTube.
5: Well, Tazo showed his ass on uh, on the old YouTube, and that guy like got it's into not, one. It's on still YouTube. the
2: same YouTube.
6: I think uh, I here. saw
2: a light spot
6: in all the dark pubes with the Tazo.
2: <laughs> Look. What the hell is he doing? Is Incher just like drunk or something?
5: I think Incher trying this, to watch porn.
2: This this video makes less sense than the bird video. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what is he doing? Oh no, now he left. Man, Do you I'm think sorry he, that I had to show the video. Him and Vic Schiavone or must must have the same internet. doing Spanish lessons. That's probably right. All right. Well, maybe we'll just go and answer the questions from the Headyverse. What do you think? I don't see awesome. Stephen Butler
5: here. His wife probably grounded him.
2: Probably. All right. Let me get these questions up. Hopefully I Andrew watched the join Bam, Bam,
6: Bam, Biddy- Bam Bam Bigelow documentary today.
2: Oh, sweet. Was I was cool. thinking of tattooing my head. Nice. What would That's be a good, good tattoo t- for my head?
5: The in your um, head logo. Yeah, the
2: big logo. Yeah, right here. That'd be cool.
5: Mm-hmm. And you could like self promote it to everybody yeah. in your oh, local area. In your head.
2: I just cool. thought of
6: urethra. What's a the big hell? urethra? Sorry.
2: That'd be weird. Like a giant penis head? <laughs> Dobbs Dean Maya, hello. How are you? Doing pretty good. Do you believe there's a highly intelligent life form outside of Earth who are capable of visiting us? If so, why do they come here, and what do they want? It's an interesting question. I think all of us have thought about: Is there intelligent? I think there has to be life out there. I, I think that one's going to be, uh, I know, you know, it's hard to even debate that. There has to be some other type of life. But is it intelligent enough to, uh, to come here? They would have to have very advanced um, technology. So if they did come here, they probably would, like, take us over. Or are they just they're watching us? I don't know. I used to believe a lot of alien stuff, but I don't really believe it so much anymore, even though there's a lot of stuff coming out that there's uh, uh, UFOs and stuff. Um, on last week's AEW, MJF mentioned that mothers from Colorado swallow. I mean, it's normal to swallow food and water, but I feel like he's referring to something else. Please inform us.
0: Swallowing the,
2: the cannabis pills, the marijuana pills, because that it's, illegal, it's legal in Colorado. Mm. Adam Cole, Adam Cole, baby, called MJF a toxic Twitter troll in a douchebag. I cringe so hard. Well, I, uh, we just went over there. Uh, I was a big fan of the Adam Cole promo. Uh, both promos. Bruce Briscoe wants to know, what is up? Mm. My dong. Because I get so excited every week we do In Your Head. Boom. I get, I am hard for the (laughs) verse. Rock hard. Rock hard. All four hours. Mm Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about being mean white men, or being just being white men? Um, I don't really give a shit one way or the other. To be honest, I'm not uh proud or like uh or ashamed. I mean, I just happen to be, so it doesn't really yeah. make any difference to me. Um, El Santo's world. Uh, what is the show's TikTok handle? Uh, IYH wrestling. IYH Wrestling for In Your Head and Without Your Head for uh, Without Your Head. Uh, Bruce Briscoe, where's Violent Idols? Uh, They were on earlier. Uh, Tyler, can we get a Jimmy the Jam? Jimmy the Jam.
5: Is he like the uh, Pistol McGee of In Your Head? Who? Jimmy Jam.
2: Jimmy Jam passed away. I don't know, but... Well, I guess Pist- Jug Pistol McGee,
5: McGee <laughs> did too.
2: Um, Jay Bradbury. Would love to hear you guys take fantasy booking of AEW vs. WWE Forbidden Door. Um, I think that would take a, that's not something you just think of on the spur of the moment, I think. I think we'd have to, like, you know, plan that out. But, um, your top matches, let's see. I mean, you got Usos versus FTR, maybe. Um, or Usos versus the Young Bucks. Or maybe, um, let's see, the Elite. Oh, the Elite versus Bloodline in a War Games match. Uh um, that's the what Cody I would
6: match would be interesting though. Oh, true. Yeah. Cody. Did, see Rhodes who they versus... like, apparently. yeah,
2: um, um, punk and Co- punk versus Cody Rhodes punk versus Roman Reigns would be big, but if I get Roman Reigns already with the, against the elite in the war games, yeah, punk and Cody, maybe cause there's a rumors. That's why he laughed. I don't know how true that is, but there's some rumors. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus the the House of Black in some for some fashion. Uh, oh, women, we got um Britt Baker versus uh
5: Becky Lynch,
2: Becky Lynch or Charlotte. I mean, there's a lot of you could do. Um, Jonathan Jackson. How long is it? How I think you want to how many inches long is your middle finger? Mm-hmm. Uh when was the last time you've eaten a plain hamburger on a bun?
6: Last wow. week someone made some Memorial Day food oh, and really? I ate a hamburger.
2: Why is watching WWE like eating a plain hamburger on a bun? Uh, Bruce Briscoe. Lexar and Bruce should form a tag team. What would the tag team name be? What would the tag team name be of Bruce's ghost and Lexar? Maybe the mighty briscoes or something. The mighty Briscoes. Mm-hmm.
5: Even though I'm not a Briscoe.
2: Neither is Bruce. It's this Bruce. Bruce, uh, yeah. Bruce's ghost. Yeah. Slippery nipples. Something. Whoa, I like that's a good name. Yeah. Uh did you ever? I interview the Iron Sheik. Yeah. Um, in our first year, we had the Iron Sheik on. It was a uh, five-minute interview. He got very mad, uh, our most hits at the time, got a lot of uh, publicity, but um, rest in peace, the Iron Sheik, uh, great character, a lot of longevity even outside after uh, he stopped wrestling, kind of reinvented himself as, you know, this crazy character, Got um, and uh, got well known to to a lot of people who probably wouldn't have known him otherwise. But as, even as a wrestler, I think uh, he gets overlooked a little bit because he was a, a legit uh, great wrestler back in the day. And the, uh, the guy that carried the title from uh, one era to the next, from uh, the um, Bob Backlund era to the Hulk Hogan era. Jonathan Jackson would have called in, but my internet is acting like it's from Marriott in downtown Chattanooga. Why is everyone's internet out? What is happening? Is this some kind of conspiracy mm-hmm. against the Hedyverse? It's
6: terrible.
2: I bet Taz is to blame. He's hacking uh, everyone's internet. Tyler says a good tag team name for Lexar and Bruce would be the Hump and Dump. Nice. I'll do the dumping. Damn the hump and dump oh, connection. Yeah. What's your you favorite can... Iron Sheik match? Interesting. I don't know. I'll be honest. A lot of his good stuff before my day. When I started watching it, it was mostly him and the him and Nikolai Volkov, which weren't particularly great matches as tag teams. Um, I mean, I guess uh, Hogan beating him and uh, Iron Sheik getting an erection in the ring.
6: I specifically remember the camel clutch on Bob Backlund when I was a kid. I
2: was like, oh, my God, this
6: guy's crazy. Like, Yeah. So I was, like, affected by Iron Sheik.
2: Jackson says you guys could be the ghost nut busters. Yeah. Busting makes you feel good. Ba-da-ba-da. I'll be the ghost. You could bust nuts. Yeah. Lex, are you busting nuts? Yes. <laughs> with a hammer. <laughs> Damn. Violent. Tyler, do you have a Persian club in your pants or are you just happy to see me? Hey, now. Uh-huh. Is that what those things are called? Mm-hmm. That was cool when you did the... Yes. Things. Those were pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Would you rather eat a plain hamburger on a bun or hang out and watch talk shows with Lexar? <laughs> I'll be honest. I I am not. Uh, I'm not against a plain cheeseburger on a bun. I'm
5: Not against. I like that. cheeseburgers.
2: Yeah. Don't need to. have a I watched. I
5: uh, I I'll eat a cheeseburger for watching old episodes of Jerry Springer.
2: I'd rather eat the burger than watch. That this sounds shit. sad, but very <laughs> cool. I'd do that. Sad, sad and cool. That could be your tag team name. Nice. Lexa wants to know WWE television deals with Ron SmackDown are expiring next year and it's been reported that USA Network and Fox have closed their windows for renewal. Are you worried that the shows could wind up in some streaming device or on Disney owned network? Um I don't well, I don't really care. I don't watch them, but uh, I don't why, I don't know why would that uh, worry me. The only way we were, I guess, if they're not on Peacock and they're on – because the only thing I watch are the pay-per-views, so the TV show being on a channel doesn't really make any difference to me. <clears throat> the only thing that would suck is if they took the pay-per-views off of uh, – Off the streaming, because I'm not going to buy them again. I'm not going to start buying the pay-per-views, the WWE pay-per-views like I used to. I would probably buy WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble, and if something had something really cool, maybe. Um, I think it would probably be a, a bust, because I don't think after years of being on the network, you could convince your fan, reteach your fans to start buying m- monthly pay-per-views for $50. Yeah. Um, I don't think, uh, WWE being on, I don't know, some other channel instead of USA, as long as it's something that pe- people have and stuff, I don't think it really makes much difference. I don't really care. I heard
5: it might go on FX. Okay. Okay. I mean, does,
2: does how does that affect you? Do you have the only uh, thing is do you have
5: FX? Yeah, I do have FX.
2: Yeah, so it doesn't. Would it really matter?
5: Uh, no, as long as because like, I thought it'd be cool if it, if it stays on broadcast TV because it, it'll attract more eyeballs uh, to the product. Yeah. Even if uh, uh, people don't watch wrestling, but they watch like the regular network television uh, channels, they probably watch box, uh, some type of show, and then and there's a stay tuned for WWE SmackDown. Yeah, I mean that's be- good
2: for them. Uh, me as a, a watcher, it doesn't really matter. But uh, the it's always best to be on a, something that more people can see mm. Impact you know went to some channels you know but I I don't think Raw would go to like uh one of those channels America.
5: that Impact used to I happen. now have Destination America Oh really yeah then it was like a premium channel you had to call the yeah. company and upgrade uh, with the package but now it's uh here you just watch it <laughs>
2: Yeah, Interest he tried to watch Bruce's video on his phone and his computer, like, died. Man, wow. I think Bruce put some kind of uh, voodoo. Not on, on that, that video. Uh, WWE is scheduled to have Roman Reigns defend his WWE Universal Championship against Rey Mysterio this Saturday night in Cleveland, Ohio. Are you intrigued?
5: Nope. It's on a house show and they're trying to like attract more fans to come to Cleveland, Ohio, instead of going to Chicago for AEW collision.
2: Oh, no, no, I'm not interested in that. Um, and plus I'm not going to Ohio, so it doesn't matter to me. Uh, Lexar, iconic wrestler, Billy K. Oh, do she was one of the Iconics, but when I read that, I thought you were saying she was, like, Iconic, like an icon of mm. wrestling.
5: Billy I K. tried I to put like, the oh. two eyes, but... Uh, it will oh, it was,
2: like, uh, spell check?
5: Into something else.
2: <laughs> yeah, announced that she's pregnant. Are you happy? Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Good for having a baby. Are you excited, Bruce? Are you the dad?
6: <laughs> N- no... It's cool that she had sex with someone, though. It's awesome. Yeah, maybe they just injected her.
2: Well, with a penis.
5: With yeah. Sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh Thoughts on Dave Meltzer five star rating review for Double or Nothing? Uh he didn't give the whole thing. He gave match uh, the main event. Um, I'm fine with that i don't honestly I don't really care about people's star ratings it's just someone's opinion on the matches they're all kind of silly uh but i thought that I thought the last two matches were the best uh matches on that show uh before you have to stay home every Saturday night to watch eight I won't I won't stay home every night to watch it um if I'm home I'll watch it and if not I'll watch it on DVR
5: You've seen past but, you look like you're gonna kill me or something. But what were your plans like every weekly Saturday night? What would you do?
2: Uh this Saturday I went to Boston. Mm-hmm. I went to the Pride Parade mm-hmm. and I went to uh some movies. You know. And uh yeah, I did go yeah, I had a pretty eventful Saturday, went to the casino, Pride Parade, mm-hmm. went to movies, eat in Chinatown.
6: Do you keep a planner?
2: Um. Yeah, but not for that stuff. I keep a planner for uh interviews.
6: Oh, I've bought a new planner.
2: And I'm... Oh, very sweet. Nightmare, uh, before, nightmare before, before
6: Christmas. Christmas. So hopefully I'll use it.
3: Yeah. For shit.
2: Yeah, I keep one for uh, interviews because I do um, a lot of uh, horror movie interviews and events and stuff like that. But um, I always go to Boston pretty much every week, but it's not always Saturday. It's usually Friday or Sunday. But it all depends what's happening. Depends what, what stuff's going on in Boston. But um, yeah, so if I'm home, I'll watch it. Because I do think it's better to watch the, the wrestling live. Before it's spoiled or anything, and there's a there's a good feel about watching it live. You know what I'm saying? Because anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So ideally, I would watch it live. But if I'm not home, um, I'll have my uh, my box set to DVR it, which is very helpful. I mean, I I had DVR all the Dynamite shows, and I'm usually home on Wednesday, but. Sometimes I'm not in what's good if you're DVRing it. Even if you get home a little late, in fact, that's kind of it's kind of ideal if you come home about after the show's been on a half hour, an hour, and then you you can just fast forward over the commercials and still basically be watching it live. It's pretty just rocking. Hi,
5: oh, back. is
2: back. You missed a lot. I've been answering these questions. You've been missing a lot of them.
3: Dang.
4: <laughs> sorry i
3: um kind of had computer issues and it takes forever to reboot this computer
2: Damn. lexar wants to know are crocs fashionable
3: <laughs> no but they're comfortable from what i hear
2: yeah my mom likes them and my friend michael uh started wearing them recently he said they're very comfortable i've never worn them
5: yeah i hear they're really comfortable
2: you wear them lexar
5: I'm thinking about wearing one uh, and heading to the strip club.
2: So you think the you think the girls be like, hell yeah, oh yeah, look at that guy in them Crocs? <laughs> yeah, I, I like now they might be country like, sir. And I I'm not saying I'm the expert with the ladies, but I don't I don't think Crocs is the way to get to get the
5: <laughs> ladies.
3: Maybe you should bring an extra pair of Crocs and like give them to them. Maybe yeah, they you go. some Crocs.
6: Give strippers shoes. That, that yeah. usually
2: works. I say forget the Crocs, let's bring the cocks. Mm. There you go. Jonathan Jackson. That's Jacks- what
3: Jack would want if he's a stripper.
2: Jonathan Jackson. Crocs give easy access for mosquitoes to bite your feet.
5: huh mm. I saw a, a person, wear, I saw person wear Crocs with uh, ankle socks. you think that will help prevent the uh, mosquito bites? Probably like bit I'd say now. wear
2: wear like big knee socks, white yeah. knee socks. And shorts. Shorts, and white knee socks. Yeah, that's a good look. And Crocs. Like Bright the tie Crocs. Crocs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bright yellow would be
3: good to and then some snowshoes on top of them.
2: On your head. In case you do a handstand,
6: oh, I have some cool These are my boots. They're like, they remind me of moon shoes.
2: I think they're made for oh, walking. Cool. These boots moon are made. Shoe. Everyone shows their shoes. Here's my shoe.
6: Yeah. Nice. Balance.
2: You wearing shoes, Inter? No, but <laughs> right here. You're going to take your feet off? Wow. Boot nice main. ducks. <clears throat> Lexar seems intrigued.
3: Alright, Lexar. Lick the bottom of my shoe. Whoa!
2: Look at that. He's trying He's bottom trying of to... My shoe. If he was in your face, Lexar, and he's like, lick my shoe, what would you do? Just beat the shit out of Inchman?
5: Mm-hmm. I'll he's uppercut like, the shoe.
2: Boom! Right in the face. Yep. Now, Incher thinks he's the, the toughest man that walks the earth, so do you think you could take Incher?
5: Well, he's my friend because he gave me my nickname. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to leave him and Jack to do the fighting. What?
2: Uh, I, You don't want to see him get ripped apart by my bare hands. It's so harsh. It'd be just like I picked up a piece of paper and said...
3: You just argue over
2: uh, which He's so graceful. Well, it wouldn't be graceful when I'm ripping your head off and shoving mm. it down your throat. Whatever. Uh, who is your favorite celebrity that is very popular in another country but is little or lesser known in the States? I don't know. They said Alex Bam Bam Bigelow
6: was way more popular in Japan because of his tag team run with Vader
2: and Larry and
3: Hansen. I would say the Gallagher brothers from Oasis I would say they're not as like as well known in the states as they are like in the UK So I was going to answer the question Annabella Rich who's
2: that an actress from the UK. Lexa, thoughts on the UEFA Champions League finals game between Nikhil and Dobbs? This is fucking rocking. What, are they like,
3: are they mad at each other or something about like soccer? Or? Dobbs
2: said it was horrible. The Bastards. Manchester City have taken our treble, our treble. Anyway, why Trouble. are you asking? And Nikhil hey, said, "Just watch first ten minutes and then didn't bother."
3: I thought it was worse than the than the Rocky movies that they forced me to watch.
2: <sighs> El Santo's world. Who is your least favorite wrestling giant?
3: That club of Lang That Club of Lang was really uh, unusual. I didn't like him.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say I uh, almost.
3: Find it very disrespectful when he told Rocky's wife that she should come over to his house if she wanted a real man. I think Daw
2: I I, I yeah. like Nikiel better than the Gallagher brothers.
3: You can go fucking hell, you son of
2: a... <laughs> El Gigante's suit
6: is disturbing.
2: I loved it. I'll, I'll, I remember when he came out in that suit, and I just la- I was watching with my family, and we all just started laughing. It's
6: like gross. <laughs> like
2: <it's> Weird.
6: <laughs> Did you guys ever watch that educational show where that guy had that bodysuit on? Where yeah. Where it was like his organs and... In- that's yeah. what that reminded me of, like. Yeah,
3: it's very similar. It's to very
6: that. similar.
5: What's the name what of it? Was,
6: I don't remember. It's like Bill Mr. Nye the Science Guy or something.
3: No, nah, yeah. it's not Bill Nye. It's he um, had like really
6: curly hair, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, look at my pancreas!" Like, hey,
3: what, what was, was his song? name? It sounds it pretty looked hot. looked it up not long ago. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, because it was what? kind of disturbing when I was a kid. <laughs> this dude who had like organs like on his bodysuit. Yeah. Go ahead, Jack. Yeah, that what what he that 80s perm. Look at him. Yeah, he had the perm going on. Wow,
6: Nah. But he was basically naked in front of kids. Like, Oh, really? The whole time. He was wearing this bodysuit that was like muscles and like it's like a flesh colored bodysuit, like El Gigante. Wait a minute, I
5: got a picture here. It's weird, he's wearing a suit though. He's not naked though, exactly. Mr. Slim
3: Goodbody.
6: Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down.
5: Uh, (laughs) Wow,
3: because he's weird, Mr. Slim Goodbody. Uh, I'm gonna start wearing that. <laughs>
5: here you go. Oh, wear it on the show, Jack. Show jack. nothing worse. Hell yeah, Hell yeah
6: that guy's weird.
5: <laughs> He's a weird
3: fucker.
6: I think he looks cool. Trying
3: to educate us.
6: It's like putting his balls in kids' faces. Like, hey,
3: I don't think he put
6: his these balls. These are your in gonads.
2: Anyway. Jackson wants to know if he was a Peter grabber. I'm just trying to educate people. (laughs) Dan, Southern boys are
3: tough. Thank you.
2: They're tough and slow. (laughs) Here's a... If
3: anybody boys. doesn't deserve getting their ass kicked, I think Jones really deserves it. I mean, just like he's really asking for it at times.
2: Well, those are look at those look at those badasses. You know who those three people
5: are? Lexar. You took a photo of Rob Black.
2: That's me. That's Dobbs
3: in the middle. Mm-hmm. And this is Nikhil over here. So I'm Taylor. sitting at the pub, and I decided to have two Cokes. And then I took a lime, and I put it on top of my Coke. And those oh. are good times. That's Much better. Line. Much better than That was court. a lemon.
2: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! You don't even know the difference between a lemon and a lime.
3: I thought it was a clementine. <laughs>
2: well, I haven't had a clementine for a while. Mm-hmm.
6: I saw lemon flavored Cheerios at the store today, like frosted. I had a lemon. pink
2: lady apple today. Those are my favorite apple. Those are really good. Yeah. He's about apple. to get pissed. At least, Bruce said he liked. It. Uh Lexar, when you watch wrestling, do you like to see a company or sponsor logos on the canvas? <laughs> no. Who gets excited about like um, sponsorship logos?
6: It's very weird. I like when <laughs> the wrestlers wear the like the WWF on their trunks. Like sometimes, mm-hmm. That's always I've
3: seen that. Yeah, I'm not, a, I don't know. That's They're weird. just like pushing for a push from Vince. He's like, "Hell yeah!" He's wearing the logo on his pants. That's, That's a good man, pal. I'm going to give that man a push. I think
2: you should put my initials like in his underwear or something.
5: You no. see the Jack Kings logo on the canvas on Dynamite almost every week, so.
2: Yeah, I don't think like I don't see that. It's like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Why would that excite
5: you? I'm not excited about it. I just thought you liked it because you were such an AEW mark. And I Jack like King the King wrestling
2: mark. bout, like their advertisement. Like, that's a weird.
5: So so back in the day in ECW when uh, they had the company logo on the mat and they also had like Acclaim presents Hardcore Revolution, the video game where they're trying to promote it. Well, that, I mean, they at least that's wrestling account. related. I liked
6: Halloween Havoc and how they were like, buy Snickers. Like, made it more cheesy,
2: kind of, in a way. You guys are weird. Sabado, sabado Gigante! Football yamas. That's what I remember. I was watching ECW <laughs> Saturday nights 2 a.m. on the Spanish Channel 27. Everything was in Spanish except for ECW. And all the ads were in Spanish. And they'd always advertise... Sabado, Sabado, gigante, y I think
3: I think Les, Lexar is bringing into question your Spanish, there, Jack.
2: No, I think I nailed it. Mm-hmm. Sabado, Sabado, gigante,
5: Sabado, gigante, y Sabado gigante is a variety show.
2: Right. It was two different shows and football. And
5: us. and fo- yeah, football is just football. It's just a soccer game. It's just like a UEFA yeah, Champions yeah. League and in Moss, I don't know what. It could be anything. Like football it could be another variety show. It could be like those telenovelas. New shows.
6: Do you think they'd have a show where they Wendy
3: Williams
5: in it? No, nah, i think they have a in thing, tu cabeza. I think they had a Spanish daytime talk show, but it's it's kind of like uh, kind of like the, there was a like a a female like Jerry Springer like show.
2: What's that mean? Into tu cabeza in your head. How is that Spanish, Lexar? See
5: ¿Sí? tu cabeza.
2: See. ¿Sí? I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw Lexar like, when it's Saturday when I was in Boston. I took a picture of him.
5: I wasn't in Boston.
2: Maybe it was your uncle or
5: something.
2: No, it wasn't my uncle. He's he's carrying a Guatemala bag or something. No.
3: So it was around this time when I'm just drinking my two cokes in the pub with Jack. I thought maybe I should ask him if he wants to come back to my flat. I want some cliffhanger with me. Would you like to watch some cliffhanger with me, Nikhil John? Nikhil
2: didn't go up to my. Uh, Dobbs did go up to my. Uh, into my bedroom when I was there. He he rode. He was the only other person who rode in my pink bunny. Boom. Uh, Dan wants to know what happened to IcoPro? Pro. That's a good question
3: we, mm. we need,
2: would you like in your head better if I if we put advertisements all over it like a bunch of like ads like Dominant feeds uh Golgo, is there something hard in the neighborhood who are you gonna call? Not Busters! if there's a big big fat stiffy and it won't go down who are you gonna call? Nutbusters. <laughs> I'm afraid of no cum. That's, nice. That's just real That's pretty
5: good too. The, the lyrics would be different if it was an uh, all-female uh, cast Ghostbusters.
2: I mean, they could be busted nuts, too. You know, for them. Um, uh, Incher is a master impressionist,
3: thank you, sir. El yeah. Santo's world. I think I sound great when I'm doing it, but when I listen to it back, I'm like, Jesus, that was horrible. I think it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I go, it sounds just like me.
2: <laughs> was that you then, or I thought that was Jimmy
3: Snooker. No brah, you know brah. <laughs> uh.
2: I used to think Intra looked like Snooker. No, you looked like <laughs> like uh, like Tonga. That was King back when you
3: had the Coke bottle
2: glasses that you used to wear. <laughs> you, There was a picture of you that you looked very uh, Samoan. <laughs> I wish I still had those pictures. I don't know where they would be though. Um, cause then I, I made you, remember I put you like, uh, put you in Such Simone.
3: I think I actually have that one. <laughs> I haven't My done computer Photoshop. Computer done. I
2: used to Photoshop you a lot. Do you miss those <laughs> days?
3: Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I do have some
6: of them. I looked you guys up on the internet like oh, a few years ago and yeah, there's some really weird stuff just like
0: <laughs> floating around.
2: Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of interested now. What did you look up? How would you in your head or what?
6: Yeah. Just like in your head just to see, like, I think it was when you like guys were doing like a little break or something. And I was
0: like, oh,
6: what are they up to?
2: And so, I can't find I'll have to look some other time but that's interesting I know entry used to get into some weird stuff huh not me (laughs)
6: like pictures Um, of Incher's head on a goat bodies and stuff
2: (laughs) Stuff that sounds pretty cool
6: I loved when you guys were talking about like the fan fiction stuff and I wanted to see and weren't there pictures of that like with the no, pizza there box. should
2: be, though. Yeah. No. Maybe I'll take the old ones and animate them. There's a
6: program that animates like fan fiction kind of for you. Really? I think so. I'll try to. There's a podcast
2: I watched that did it. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, Goldgo 13 Domino's Pizza is always the ad I get. Mm. I think YouTube sees interest Domino Pizza Cutter and thinks In Your Head loves the Domino's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we I do.
0: Should. Yeah, we should
2: get a sponsorship. That'd be cool. Yeah, if they sponsor it, I'll love Domino's.
3: Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what a little piece of you just die inside every time you had to plug Domino's. Yeah, I mean, it's not like ten thousand dollars an ad or something. Well, there we go. Might be there
2: time for me to write some fan, more fan fiction about inter, Go says. <laughs> oh,
3: so well, I like his. I didn't. I yeah,
2: didn't like because you're always know. like banging the women. Like Slarty Bardfast or whoever. Slarty's a good man.
6: Or Barty Oil, that's what I was thinking.
2: Oh, of. yeah. Intra loved that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder what <laughs> happened to him. If you're out there, uh, you know, send something or zoom in, video in. <laughs> what would you do if he videoed in, Intra, and he really was just this animated human being?
3: He sounded just like Neil Jones. He
4: was just <laughs> like, He was just like,
3: hi, uh, this is Lardy Bart <laughs> No, I'm a so master impressionist. Is that the case? <laughs>
6: Is
2: it the mind of the madness. Yeah, it's
3: got the mind of the
2: madness. <laughs> does, that, does that sound like me, Bruce? Do I talk like that? That kind, of, well, that's kind of weird.
6: I don't know.
2: I gotta listen back
3: on this. Got <laughs> the mind of the madness.
2: Got the mind of the madness. <laughs> You kind of mm-hmm. your impression kind of sounds like you, but I mean, so your no, your impression don't. sounds like me doing an impression of you. No. <laughs> uh, when Jack and his brother went to the pinball arcade, did they manage to play the Playboy and WWE Royal Rumble pinball games? They did not have either one. Uh do you hate it when dust lands on your prized possessions? You can just dust it. I
3: mean there's nothing you can really do
2: about dust. I mean cover it up.
3: I mean you, you just got to dust regularly. Uh,
6: then yeah. dust gets on the cover and it's like
0: nightmare. I hate the fucking dust.
2: Chill the dust. But your prize possession's laying on the floor. You're walking all over it. Uh-huh. When watching a and WWE Hidden Treasures, do you tend to get a little jealous of a fan's wrestling memorabilia collection?
3: No, not really. I think the only thing I'd be jealous of is if they started pulling out like Hall of Fame rings. I'd be like, oh. I wish I had that.
2: What if what if they had a pinball machine?
3: Like a wrestling themed one?
2: Wrestling one. That's on that was limited to one of a kind.
3: Oh, that would be yeah, I'd probably be jealous of that. Yeah. Like if it was like a one off, like a machine that was a prototype. yeah! Like, Hell damn. yeah. We got the Bret Hart prototype pinball Hell machine.
2: Yeah. The Anarchia pinball machine that was never released.
3: Oh, the ZZ really be going pinball machine.
2: One. He's battling gators on there. And then Billy Gunn jumps out and starts berating you every once in a while. Every time you get, get like, you go down the chute, Billy Gunn just pops out and yells at you. On the ZZ machine. Jeez.
3: He was such an asshole
2: back then. Dan, one. best yeah. wrestling game. I liked like the WCW and WO World Tour. Those ones, yeah,
3: those were good. I like that one. That's why I'm I looking like forward to Pro the Wrestling One because it's supposed
2: to be like that. I like Pro Wrestling too. I like Tag Team, wrestling. I like, it's pretty lame now if you look at it, but it's fun. To play. I like
6: that game. Too. But Legends of Wrestling Two is a game that I
2: played a lot of for some reason. But WCW I liked One was fun too. Yeah, the WCW one game.
6: Yeah. Which one is
3: that? On the NES. Oh. World Championship Wrestling.
2: Yeah, and you could... It was the first one where you can actually, like... You can, like, um, pick your moves and stuff a little bit. Like, it's very limited for the time, but at the time... Well, it's limited, you know, looking back, but at the time, it was pretty cool. Um... Nikhil Callahan. Oh, yeah. 19 years ago today, the very first episode of TNA Impact Wrestling aired. What are your favorite memories? I mean, it was cool. Um, I was hoping, you know, uh, we lost WCW and ACW. So it was dark time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And this new promotion started. I was excited for it. I actually like the weekly pay-per-views. I'm um, looking back. Would I like them now? Probably not. But at the time, like it was uh, cool. It was interesting. Yeah. I enjoyed the shows.
5: Impact uh, came on uh, Fox Sports uh, Net on uh, week. I think Friday afternoons at three o'clock. At the time, before it moved to Spike.
2: Uh, 18 years ago, WWE produced ECW One Night Stand 2005. Memories. Oh, that was a an amazing show at the time.
6: It was, I liked it. I love this scene. Yeah, that was great. Match. It was great.
5: Oh, that's yeah, that the second one. Yeah, it
2: was the second one. I was oh, that
5: the second one?
2: Great oh, show. Wow. Uh, I was a big ECW That's fan. It was cool seeing all the people again. Um, yeah, just no real. I just thought it was an amazing show, and I really hoped it was going to lead to something else, which it did. But what we got was not, you know, particularly good. But that for that first show was awesome, and the second one was good.
5: I was at the second one, like I said.
2: What did you uh, enjoy it?
5: Mm-hmm. You could, if you saw the pay per view, you could see me. Oh, really? Yeah. They put lots of camera shots on me. Sweet.
2: Mm-hmm. What were you doing?
5: Taking the picture.
2: Were you chugging a beer like the Sandman?
5: No, but you could see my hand, like, waving at the camera. Oh, that's cool. And Sandman was, like, making cents.
2: I had a dream about Jack last week. I dreamt he was riding a bike. Through a busy city, dodging cars while doing an episode of In Your Head. I was nervous that Jack was going to become street meat. Oh my goodness! intro That's like that's a wet dream to go Gogo would be was worried. Intro, would be like, yeah, run him over. Be like a reverse game of Frogger for intro Instead of trying mm-hmm. to uh, have me avoid the cars, he'd try to run me into the cars.
3: It's like while well, you're like out, you get hit by the car and you're just down on the ground suffering you're like, oh, I just got hit by a car and then here I come with a steam roller.
2: They should make a Death Race 2000 right video game where you have to actually go and run over people. Get like extra points for kids and old people like in the old movie. Well, there is a Death
3: Race game that was in the arcades and it was on the NES. Yeah, it was probably, probably not hit like people.
2: that. Did you? Oh, really? That's pretty You right. actually hit
3: people. You know? I like it. It was like back in the day.
2: Raiders of the Lost Ark has released forty-two years. Okay, I'm a huge fan of Raiders of the Lost Ark, but you these weird you you can't celebrate the forty-second anniversary, the eighteenth anniversary, nineteenth anniversary. You got to celebrate the twentieth, the fiftieth, the fortieth. I'll even allow the forty-fifth, fifteenth. Multiples, I I say, really should be multiples of ten, multiples mm-hmm. of five, but not not eighteenth, nineteenth, forty second. Otherwise, you're celebrating the anniversary every single year, which is fine if it's your birthday, your your anniversary, you know, you you got married, but not you don't celebrate the anniversary of of Raiders of the Lost Ark every week or the anniversary of TNA wrestling every week every month. Every year.
3: Unless you're Nikhil.
2: Just, this is, these so, are my rules. I make them, and I believe everyone should abide by them. inter wants to be Bozo from the Toxic Avenger. He only gets full points if he kills Jack. Damn. Oh Mark Torgel goodness. of the Toxic Avenger is in my movie. Oh, excellent. Mark Torgel, he you know who he played? Toxie? No, he played... Well, he plays Toxie before he becomes Toxie. Oh.
3: You
2: he know, he's... He nerd. Out,
3: the nerd. The nerd. The
2: nerd. Is I he going to be
3: in the video game? What? Coming out with Toxic Avengers video games? Oh, I don't know,
6: yeah. Should be. I love when they run over that kid's head, like right at the beginning.
2: There he is, right there, Incher.
1: Wow.
2: I'm about to smash him. I'm going to hit him. I'm like,
0: fire!
2: (laughs) A violent man,
3: Incher. Why are you so violent? I mean, the guy was in your movie and everything. It's the way I roll. It's
2: the way I roll, Incher.
3: Just hurt the ones that try to help you. Just like oh. just like me. All I try to do is help you and you're like, I wanna hurt him.
2: You're always talking about running to run me over and shit.
3: It's just just because I want revenge.
2: Revenge I mean, for what? For being for being loyal.
3: For being loyal. You're wanting to hurt me to begin with. Look. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. That guy. Two
2: handsome men, Incher. He's wearing, look at that shirt. He's wearing it without your head shirt. Pretty sweet. Um, All right. That was a good night. Even Fincher refused to come.
3: What? I didn't refuse to come. I got the COVID. That wasn't Columbus, was it? No, it was in LA. See. You just, like, try to make me look bad. I got the COVID, man. Do you want me to come bring you a big case of COVID? 100% agree, Jack.
2: Multiples of 10 or the 25th are the only ones. Exactly. You don't celebrate the 42nd anniversary of a movie. That's just stupid. I love Nikhil. But, but anyway, Raise the Lost Ark is a great movie. And every, if anyone even debates that, I mean... Would you even take him seriously?
3: It's the 42nd anniversary. It's very important. Yeah. Sorry, Looks like
2: Stevie's having some difficulties. What's with the internet tonight? They're trying to sabotage no. in your head, Incher.
3: There he is. Whoa. There he is. Right.
2: We're going to uh, take a break from Nikhil's questions. I know Incher was wanting to finish them, but. It is time once again, Inch Man, Inch Daddy, Inch Baby! Inch, Inch, Ha ha! For the. Wait
7: a minute, wait. After our two hours, our two hour wait, and let's get to the Raw
1: no,
2: fucking Inch! Inter- <laughs> Oh, I like that. I had no fucking incher. All right. Raw report. Raw report. Raw report. Raw report. It's time once again for the raw report. Yeah. Oh, my
0: wow.
2: Raw report. Raw report. Raw!
7: My oh
2: well, yeah! I held the kick, way to kick off the raw report. <laughs> well, that's a that was
3: a good raw. Report. All right. This the internet's kind of screwed.
2: Please do the raw report in a loud, clear voice. This was Monday Night Raw.
7: Is what the would recommend <clears throat> okay <laughs> so we are in, we are in Wichita Kansas um so actually okay so Monday night crawl kicks off with um scrap iron is in the ring yeah yeah and he introduces the smackdown women's champion Rhea Ripley so you yeah. remember
3: when we were buddies with Scrap Iron?
2: Yeah, then I he unfriended face. me on Facebook.
3: He did? Yeah. Oh, geez. We were buddies. They yeah, were we were
2: buddies. That's not even a bit. We hung out. Always talked every year. Then he gets too big for old in your head. Boom. <clears throat> and he clicks unfriend. <laughs> Troy drew him. So Jack. Troy's in I a video you. with him. We're all in videos with him.
7: So Jack, I I know um you really don't like uh the plethora, the preponderance of titles in in Good. AW. I
2: don't well, like them anywhere. There's too many everywhere. Well, um, and there's three world titles in WWE, that's just insane. At least in WWE, when they when they
7: introduce a new title, they they I guess they retire old ones because
3: scrap that's iron. Even dumber. Introduces...
2: That's not scrap iron. <laughs>
3: I've seen it. I just want to <laughs> That's that's King Kong Bundy.
2: Five go. It sucks. They spent all this time building up Roman Reigns' title reign as the undisputed champion. And then they unravel a lot of it, take away a lot of the importance, because then you you retire. And then you just make the worst part is making up a, a whole new other world title. So he's no longer the undisputed title champion. You can't even call him the undisputed champion when you create another title. Can't do it. Well, they look almost the same. It's so it's... stupid. It's just so we could sell more core, uh, titles to rich marks like Lexar. Lexar's paying $50 for some garbage out of the bin. And all these other marks are paying 500 bucks a pop-incher for all these titles. Like I have to collect pop�- every title. It's bad enough. It's like, okay, I'm going to buy this title. I'm going to buy the, you know, five titles. Then it's like, well, we're we going to put out a new title every couple months. You got to fleece the marks.
3: Fleece them.
7: Well, you're going to have to buy a brand new one because um, they like they're going to retire the uh, SmackDown women's title belt. And they've introduced a brand new women's what world championship belt.
2: But what is the point of that besides the selling belts? Hasn't that title just like been around like two months? How so, long honestly, how long has that belt been around? Like a couple years? Why does it need to be retired? Unless you're just getting rid of it.
7: So so smack, so um Pierce Pierce presents Ooh. Rhea Ripley with the women's world championship oh, yes. belt. And Rhea, Rhea gets
3: a big huge baby face pop. When... Why does she get Adam Pierce and like Triple H gave Roman Reigns his? I mean, like, it's kind of a step down. Because the women aren't as important. Who who gave you, um um Oscar hers? It was it just happened. Abyss. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Adam Pierce too? Adam, I think it might have been. Clark, I think it might have been. We need Jonathan Jackson for the SmackDown summary. He could tell us.
2: Yeah, he's pretending he doesn't he's got computer issues.
0: <laughs>
2: Whoa. Ah! What the hell's going on? They're fighting like literal cats and dogs over there. <laughs> They getting it on? They doing the dirty? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> your... What? And cats, fucking...
3: cats and dogs don't do that.
2: Why not? You make a a dat
3: a cog. I want a cog.
2: Yeah, you gotta start getting the, the cats and the dogs that do it. All right, going with nice. the raw report. <laughs>
7: so. So Rhea gets a huge baby face pop. She, she raises the belt in the air, but that doesn't last very long because the crowd... Poor when Dominic Mysterio shows up. And so um, as soon as Dom starts trying to talk, um, the crowd just erupts in tremendous boos. So uh, that didn't last. Um, and then he um, they are joined. Oh, wrestling has more than one royal family. Uh, Cody Rhodes hits the ring, and Cody is dressed in his wrestling attire. Uh, this man who who broke who broke his arm is re- now has a uh, cast on his arm, and he's in his wrestling attire. So he comes down to the ring, and um, uh, once again, it's. Um, Dominic and Dominic and Cody and um, I think uh, Cody uh, Dominic resorts to calling uh, once again he calls uh, uh, Cody the deadbeat dad and um, Mm -hmm. uh, actually uh, and um, so what did Cody do here Um, so actually yeah so Cody well, you know he mentions uh um, he wants to know if, if Brock Lesnar is going to accept his challenge for a third match. Um,
3: Why is he so horny for Brock Lesnar? He's all the time wanting the challenge the matches. He keeps getting his ass beat. Does he think this time is going to be any different? He's going to get his ass beat again.
7: But instead, so in the interim, he's going to challenge Dominic Mysterio for a match at Money in the Bank. And Mm -hmm. so I guess that means that Cody is not going to be in the match, um, uh, the latter match for the briefcase, which I'm wondering. He wants to challenge Dominic to a match instead. And Rhea Ripley basically accepts the match on behalf of Dominic. Now, before, um, before anything else can happen, um, the Miz shows up and tries to attack Cody, but Cody just decked him. And, but that, that allows Dominic to get a cheap shot in on, on Cody. And then, um, I think we transition to a match of Cody Rhodes versus the Miz. So, um. After the commercial break, we get that match. Um, Miz, you know, um, Cody, Cody basically beats Miz. Miz is a jobber anyway, so um, at this point. Uh, it's
3: a shame. They shouldn't put Cody Rhodes over the Miz. They need to keep the Miz strong. Don't let that jobber Cody Rhodes beat him.
7: Uh, Cody hits the crossroads and basically beats Miz. So, um,
3: so yes, the man with the. Broken Are you sure arm you're reporting the, the right one? Airport. I mean, I'm, I think I think the Miz probably beat Cody. Mm-hmm.
7: So a man with a broken arm, yeah, uh, beats Miz. Okay. Um, so the un- so uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, later on, we'll have a match against intercontinental champion Gunta and the big
0: Christ. Gunta, Gunta. And, Dash and,
7: and so we get we, we also get um uh money in the bank qualifying match Damian Priest versus Matt Riddle. Um, do it up. We get a backstage segment of uh, um, <laughs> a very fine-looking Becky Lynch walking backstage, bumps into uh, Tag Champions, um, and I think she also bumped into um,
2: bumped into my weiners.
7: Gable, Chad Gable teaching Maxine Dupree how to wrestle. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Anyway, okay, come back from the commercial, and Rhea Ripley. I mean not Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch is in the ring. Um she qualifies for the money if she qualified for the money in the bank ladder match. Um, and uh she cuts promo
3: um on uh I'm on the ring. I'm cutting a promo. That's not a yeah. very good Becky Lynch. <laughs>
7: She, she's yeah, she's gonna be in the money oh. in the bank match. What yeah, are you doing the there, Steven? The match. Um, she's feeling good. Um, yeah,
3: and she's looking good too. By the way, oh, so, this is why your wife gets mad when yeah. you do the raw report, i'm Trying to
7: be as quiet as possible so I don't wake her up. Mm-hmm. So she mentions Trish Stratus when all of a sudden, now this went on too long. I'll admit this back and forth promo, because Zoe Stark music hits and she comes out and she stands on the uh, stage. This went on for far too long of Becky and Zoe Stark just talking back and forth and back and forth. So it's boring, um, right?
2: I loved uh, it. That's my favorite segment.
7: um, Zoe can talk but like like i said they should you they should, she, you, you want
2: to see or her not here
7: <laughs> they should really tighten up
2: these these interactions i like them nice and tight
7: like like okay yes you want to have these two uh, have a verbal joust back and forth fine but don't have it go on and on and on and on just you know hello um okay. kind of like what oh. I kinda of like was like just getting kind of tired of it and I was thinking hurry up and get it over with like um Damn. yeah
2: I remember jousting with Incher at FanFest in the hotel room.
7: So fortunately, um Chelsea Green and uh Sonia DeVille interrupted this, thank goodness. Jack was the catcher. There's
2: no catcher in joust, it's
7: so Chelsea Green and Becky and Sonia Deville come to My the main. version. Well, there is. Zoe Stark stays on the stage. We get another match. Um, Becky Lynch versus uh, Chelsea Green. Um, um, Becky hit the man, Becky hit the uh, disarmor on uh, Chelsea, and he's her. What The
2: hell's intro doing?
3: Trying to turn around. Trying to turn
0: around, baby. Hey, Stephen.
7: So so next up, we get a backstage segment with the Judgment Day, and I'm. um, They mentioned that uh, um, uh, Seth Rollins.
2: do
7: it Seth, up, Seth Rollins um, defeating Damian Priest ma- him, uh, last week. Beat that uh, ass! But it really looks like not now uh, Priest will take on Matt Riddle. He's confident. He's going to win the briefcase. Beat Riddle in the briefcase. Ass,
2: you.
7: But you hey, had no, a man. depressed. You had a really depressed Finn Balor in the segment, like.
3: Um, hey, I'd, I'd be depressed if i was balance, too.
2: I lost me Lego.
3: <laughs> lost me Lego. <laughs> I was trying to put together me. Me space
0: station.
7: So next up, we get the Money in the Bank qualifying match. Uh, Damian Priest and Matt Riddle... Matt Rilla comes out. Um, no scooter. Yeah, I guess Matt uh, scooter. Not that it was any good, but at least that's an improvement. Uh, he walks to the ring. Um, so they had it. They had a great qualifying match, and I was quite surprised that um, winner winner by pinfall was Damian Priest. But I guess. But I guess, like I said, uh, it's better to have him in the uh, Money in the Bank qualifying match instead of Matt Riddle. So, so it'll be Damian Priest uh, in the in the qualifying match. So what do you think about this Money in the Bank qualifying match? A uh, Money in the Bank match that's going to have Damian Priest, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Santos Escobar, LA Knight, Ricochet... Um, and Butch I guess this was on Smackdown. I didn't watch Smackdown by the way. <laughs> so, <gasps> um given all of these candidates uh in the Greek brief- in the Butch match,
2: is going to take it.
7: Um I'd say either Damian Priest um as the favorite to win the- to win it all.
3: Um
2: the winner takes it all, the loser takes the fall.
3: I'm, I'm gonna go L.A. I'm saying Butch. <laughs> saying L.A. Night
0: Butch.
7: L.A. Night
3: Butcher da Butcher Well,
7: that would be my number two pick. Would be L.A. Night, but you know, he really probably he really probably would would be a great choice. But I think they're gonna go with. Damien Priest. I mean, that's just my my opinion.
3: Um, Let me talk to you.
7: <laughs> so, after the match, though, um, before Damien Priest can walk up the rampway, Gunther and Ludovic Kaiser make their way down to the ring, and it looks like there's a confrontation between Priest and Gunther, but he just he just tells Gunta pick the bones and he leaves. Mm-hmm. So so Gunta and Kaiser hit the ring and they're, it's like, the they're gonna,
2: Bricks junior.
7: They're gonna beat up they're gonna beat up Matt Riddle and um Yeah, I like they that. just beat the crap out of him. Um oh, yeah. all I right. should have watched Raw. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of skin shown with
6: Whoa. those three guys. Oh they're not wearing much attire at all. Of them. Yeah,
0: that's
3: oh, the way like, I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, Bruce is giving us the hardcore yeah. facts. Yeah,
7: hardcore. hard, hard wiener. Oh, speaking of hard, speaking of hardcore and skin, everyone's favorite backstage announcer, Kathy Kelly, is there with Cody Rhodes,
3: um, Jackie Jones. Zoom it.
7: Boom. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. So she has a quick interview with Cody Rhodes. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, um, so they do it Cody a, Rhodes. So they do um,
3: a and recap boy. piece of shit Cody Rhodes. Turn coat <laughs> Cody. Interest boy. My piece of shit. That is his dad. Dusty Rhodes. Oh my god, the legend He was all saying like how he's mad about uh Damien Sandow being cheap. It's like what the fuck? It's not your money. Why are you worried about him being cheap for? He's yeah, trying to save a little bit. Fucking fucking Cody Rhodes. He's days. not out getting neck tattoos. He knew his
2: days and... were numbered.
3: Yeah, I mean, he was smart for saving his money. Stop berating the man for being smart, Mick Cody. Rory was a cheap bitch. No, I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm, I'm getting loud.
7: So he just—it's just a quick, a, a quick, uh, a, quick uh,
2: a little quickie.
7: He's going to beat. Entry uh, when I, I
2: go know. up to the room for a quickie.
7: Mm, yeah, oh, a quickie with Kathy. Okay, so Byron Saxton interviews Natty Neidhart. Um and
2: I bet that was thrilling. Iron Saxon is sexy.
7: So I don't know where they're going with Natty Nightheart of
0: um, uh no. <laughs> Well
2: I know where Bruce wants it to go, back to the fart. Hmm.
0: Basically oh,
3: yeah. yeah. How no humiliating parts. is it? Like <laughs> if you're like a female and they're like, we want your character to be like fart. It's like that's, that's so that's so freaking effed up, man. To make her do that, I mean, this big man's an evil bastard. He's an evil yeah. bastard. So and to be another heart. I mean, can you imagine her telling her girlfriends like, "Oh, my character farts." Like,
2: what are you doing on She'd this She'd be like, January? "It's, like, it's oh, actually a queef."
3: She's a
2: queefer. Damn. Natty the queefer. Bad times. All right. Go back to the raw report. <laughs> so,
7: so Saxton Saxton basically gets, you know, Natty just gets out maybe a couple of sentences before Saxton just leaves her and goes over to uh, 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 the tag team champions. Um, excuse me.
0: <inaudible> <inaudible> so a-
7: on the line against and Ludwig Kaiser so I guess it's up to Adam Pearce to make that a title match Um, we get a Smackdown video package Um, so then we get Ricochet and uh, Bronson Reed Um, (laughs) they're following up on that last week's uh, match in which uh, Bronson Reed beat up um, Ricochet and, and Shinsuke Nakamura um so we get Ricochet. How Bronson.
2: long
3: till they fire this Bronson Reed? I mean, it really the seems it. Pretty,
2: he's the future of wrestling, I think.
3: I don't know. He seems pretty useless to me. Like...
7: So we get we get a match, but then um um Shinsuke Nakamura just kind of shows up and uh attacks Bronson Reed and causes the disqualification on Ricochet. And so Bronson Reed wins the match by disqualification. Really didn't need this. Didn't need uh, Shinsuke to interfere because <laughs> I think it looks bad. But mm-hmm. uh, and I think the crowd booed this finish um, in the, in the arena. So and Ricochet was none too pleased about what Shinsuke did, and he was actually mad at Shinsuke for for, for messing up his. Uh, his match. But Bronson Reed just beat, I think Bronson Reed beat both of them up again. So, um...
3: Bronson Reed and I'm beating y'all's asses.
2: Time to beat that ass, I see.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Beating the ass!
7: So, yeah, so, so, I think um, Pierce makes it official. There's a tag team title match. It's the main event of the show. And next up, we now this was this was pretty good. I I don't normally like like I said we were I was going on and on about um, Becky Lynch and uh, um, so we start la, uh, earlier in the night. But the next up, we got an in ring segment with Seth Rollins and um, Finn Balor. In which they um, had a back and forth, and basically they talked about how, um, you know, um, Finn when Finn beat uh, Rollins to become the first Universal yeah, Champion, yeah. and it's been like seven years, and they were talking about look at I think it was Rollins who was talking about like, look how our career, what our careers went, uh, the direction mm-hmm. that our careers went in yeah, the seven yeah. years since the
2: title match,
7: oh, and. Seth Rollins
3: and his
2: memories. I believe venture that's Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> oh. Get it right next time. <laughs> you're you're supposed to be a wrestling uh, podcast host.
7: <laughs> so Finn wants Finn wants Seth Rollins basically to take it seriously. And, um you know, he's not having any fun. He's waiting seven years to sort of um, talk to him. But um, the crowd, at one point, the crowd kind of drowns out. Uh, Finn is singing, his, uh, singing that theme song, but Finn will have none of it. Um,
2: I couldn't have none of this.
3: I will have none of this. I'm trying to do a Finn Balor. I can't get a Finn Balor. My Finn Balor sucks. <laughs> You are a failure, Incher! A failure!
7: So basically, Finn basically says he's lost everything and he wants to That's get like it back. Want- oh, I
0: lost
3: everything! Nah, I can't do it. Forget it. Sorry.
2: You you need to go in your basement and do a hundred Hindu squats.
7: So Finn Finn Bisley says he's lost everything and he wants to get it all back at Money in the Bank. So he's challenging Seth Rollins to the for the World Heavyweight Title at uh, Money in the Bank. So in London, we're gonna get Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Title. Or,
3: um... Hell yeah! I better get my tickets now.
2: <laughs> I, I already got mine.
3: But Rollins
7: wants to know which Finn Balor was going to show up. You know, like um, the sort of wimpy Finn Balor that's, uh, that's uh, on the TV right May. now. Or um, a more fired up Finn Balor. Um,
3: the Finn Balor that's going to get a piece of your ass. That's Dang. the Finn Balor that's going to show up. Anybody seen any leprechauns around here?
7: So I think that's going to be I think that's going to be a halfway decent match for the world title. Yeah. I, expect, I expect Rollins to retain the title too.
3: I don't expect Finn to win. Um, I think I would put just about everything I own, Seth. Freaking. Rollins. So next up. uh, I hate that character. Go ahead.
7: Next up, we get Raquel Rodriguez taking on Shayna Baszler in a one on one match with Ronda Rousey at ringside. Um, Did she flex her back? Yep, she did.
2: Yeah, that gets Bruce going. Nothing like a big old back for Brucey.
7: so um we had we had um, basically it was a quick match wasn't much of a match we had uh shana rolling up uh raquel and ronda behind the referees back Rhonda kind of mm-hmm. helped out Shayna, gave her some leverage to help uh shana pin uh um, raquel like we that? had uh, a, a quick commercial break and then we had another match Chad Gable with Maxine Dupree and Otis taking on Eric, Hell yeah. Iver, Ivar, and Valhalla, and Good at Lord. some point in this match, uh, Valhalla tried to attack Maxine Dupree, and, on the, and Maxine gave her, like, um,
2: I thought Maxine was a guy.
7: No, that was, uh, mm-hmm. like no. as oh. Max.
3: <laughs> Who do you think would win in a fight between Sarah Logan and... Valhalla, damn. What do you think,
2: Valhalla? Because she's got Ivar.
7: So Maxine, Maxine did an arm drag on Valhalla on the on the floor. Um, the distraction allowed Chad Gable to. Um, uh, I think he rolled Eric up to and pinned him and. Um, so, Chad Gable has been winning matches again? Or
0: Hell, yeah. First time yeah,
7: ever? Yeah. <laughs> Way
3: to go, Max. Boom. I mean, Do it up. Gable. Win it all. Chad Gable, he's going to win the whole thing.
2: The winner takes it all, Enter. The loser takes the fall. So next
7: up, we had a backstage segment with uh, Finn Balor and JD McDonough.
2: Oh shit! (laughs) No, never heard of him. (laughs) Yeah, he
3: he came out and beat the holy shit out of Dolph Ziggler a week ago. So they
7: never followed up with that.
3: Like, you notice? He he just beat the fuck out of Dolph Ziggler, (laughs) and Dolph Ziggler was like, "Please stop beating my ass, JD McDonough." Uh, and then they took them and then they
7: took the off TV. They took the guy off TV. That wasn't very ladylike. So, so I don't know if they're teasing if they're teasing Finn Balor's gonna get kicked out of uh, judgment day and replaced by JD McDonough. Um who knows? Because maybe next week JD McDonough won't even be on TV
3: again. So what <laughs> I don't think uh, Vince is probably very big on JD McDonough. It's very small, man. It's very small, man.
7: Oh, set your DVRs, folks, next week on Monday Night Set your DVRs, folks, next week on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Logan Paul returns to uh, Monday Night Raw.
0: Yes! Yes!
3: Set my DVR if I could. My dumb cable company. Gotta screw it up for me. So bummed.
7: Freaking slogan, Paul. All right. So, so next up, we get the, the main event of the evening.
3: It's time for the main event. It's evening. time for the
2: main event.
7: For the undisputed tag team titles, you'll notice that the tag team mm. championships, um, I guess because they're the number one baby faces on the company, or at least on Raw. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn um, defending the tag titles against Gunta and Lukovic Kaiser. So they had a great, they had a great uh, main event. Another great main event. Um, uh, Zayn and uh, Zayn and Owens. Um, I guess they beat up, um, they beat up on Kaiser again. He was Kaiser you know uh, when he when when Zayn has singles matches and other matches and he hits the blue thunder bomb on people he never yeah, pins yeah. them he never wins matches with them well now he won a match using the
2: blue Damn. bomb now next time he does there it you'll is. second guess you're like holy shit this might be the finish could be the yeah. end
7: after years of him doing it and not being the finish yeah let's just yeah okay so um so yeah they're really putting over those tag titles um actually they're more they're more important on raw than uh, this new world heavyweight title that Rollins has
0: Damn. so
7: but um a lot happened on this show I, i'll give i'll give a thumbs up to this week's raw i mean i really liked it i like the wrestling give it um, a bum in the bum Actually, a halfway decent in-ring segment with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, and setting up the, some matches in at the Money in the Bank show. So, Money
2: in the Bank, yeah.
7: That was your Monday Night Raw report, folks. Thumbs, Thumbs up. <laughs> Thank you,
3: Stephen. Hell yeah! You are the man.
2: You are the man. No matter
3: what the
2: interest is behind your back.
3: I said he was the man before you said he was the man. So stop stealing my shit. I'll fucking steal all your shit.
2: Why would you, why would someone want to steal your shit? Cat agrees. Cat's getting it on. Let's get it on. (laughs) Let's get it on.
3: Hi, kitty. Hi, kitty.
2: Hi, Papa Stevie's kitty. Wow. looks like he hates kid. cats.
3: Oh, like cats.
7: Daddy Nightheart, yeah, Daddy Nightheart should do a segment on Raw with kitty with kittens and cats. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm folks, converted. it's past it's past midnight, and so I have to right. review and run. But I'm glad I got on the show. See you Good
2: either. man, Stevie boys. Um, and I'll,
3: we will I'll...
2: talk to you soon. Right.
3: Bye bye. Take it easy.
2: Take it easy. Take, Take it,
3: it easy. easy. Take it easy. Don't let the sound of much mm, for like. too
2: Good night, lightweight uh, Lexar. Good night, Lexi. You're a good guy. Get that bitch taken off.
3: Me too. I'm taking off. Peace out. Oh,
2: don't be a bitch. Uh, Got to finish these questions. Don't
3: be How many more have we got left?
2: Just a couple. You you weren't even here for when we did the majority of well, them. My
3: computer was dead. You were dead. pretending
2: your computer was like on the fridge You were off there. I sent you people. a video.
3: Of what I was there. Yeah. It was,
2: oh look, here's a video of like this blurred out. Like what the hell was that? I don't even know what it was.
3: What? I took time to blur it out. That's what uh, it was. It gave me a big screen of white blurry stuff and. There's like a Jews. little circle in the middle.
2: That was probably the penis. It was probably like the you, spice tree. And always got was...
3: penis on the mind. It's
2: better than having it on the, your tongue, like you. Oh. All right, intro, let's get to these questions. Enough of this dirty talk. Yeah,
0: come on,
2: get with it. <laughs> Eric Bischoff. Says Hulk Hogan didn't want to work with Billy Kidman. Do you enjoy the Hogan Kidman feud? No, it's not. No, that was not good. Look, I like Billy Kidman, so I get the idea of you want to do something with Billy Kidman. But yet, that you can't just pick any person and put him with any like established guy, at especially mm-hmm. at that time. The idea of Billy Kid- Kidman feuding with the greatest wrestler, you know. Of, of all time to many people, like, that was just, you know, it wasn't going to work. That was not well thought out. Uh, one, especially with Billy Kidman as, like, the heel and stuff, uh, one name speculated to serve as things opponent at Chris Jericho, possibly this August in London at Wembley Stadium. Um, Didn't he say it's not going to happen? Yeah, I don't think he would do a, a I, I know he said if he was going to do a singles match, because he said he doesn't want to do a singles match, Mm -hmm. I think you'd have to do the title match. Otherwise, like, why would you do the... Unless it's, like, them against the Jericho Appreciation Society or something. like that. Uh, Thoughts on this quote by Kazarian about why he left AEW? It just became apparent to me... Look, Frankie Kazarian was just a bum, let's be honest.
3: I know you love the dude, but... I wasn't very happy about it, but he was the first heavyweight uh, tag champions.
2: I don't think he can really bitch about how AEW used him. He just really—he's nah. just not really over. They even tried to do him as a singles guy, as the elite hunter, which that wasn't good. But I mean, just he was over at a show I was at. I'll be honest, but I don't. I, and that. With, the, with that roster they have, he's just never going to be like a, a top guy. Yeah. His probably best bet was to stay in tag teams. Probably. Alex Shelley won the Impact World title for the first time ever. Thoughts and favorite memories of Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley did you in your head sick? hmm I like Alex minutes. Shelley all right, but it seems very... Out of the blue that he's like world champ in twenty twenty three. I haven't hey, seen yeah, the, cool. I haven't seen the build or anything, so it's hard for me to say without seeing any of that.
3: I like Alex Shelley. If, if they had a good
2: build, that. the story, yeah, it's cool. I don't know. I didn't see it, so it's hard for me to you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Khan said he hasn't drawn any hard lines between the shows or locked AEW and a roster split. Yeah, I, I'm against the idea of doing a roster split.
3: No roster split. Um, make them all wrestle. I want to see them all wrestle. I think every line. single
2: person under contract should have to wrestle on every single show they do, every single week.
3: Yeah, I think uh,
2: they have like they have like 50 man tag matches every week. World War Three, think- the weekly World War Three on every show.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. you think about Sammy Guevara announcing there's a bun and tie
2: everyone's having babies Incher I think it's time that we announce Incher and I are having a child together miracles happen on in your head Incher's Mm -hmm. having my baby you're having my baby we are having each other's baby we both um, in the privacy of our own homes. We weren't even in the same we're in the same state. We each uh, you know made love to a container and then our um, our respective jism are our, our, was then You're about to, sent lose to the me. He, the heady
3: labs. You're about to lose me here.
2: The heady labs and our baby is now is now being created in the heady lab. It's a very loving, you know, thing.
6: Maybe it'll look like
2: that. So in the coming weeks, our baby will be revealed. Ooh, having a baby. Tyler S. says, I had a really tough few days. Just want you guys to know that you give me faith in humanity. (laughs)
3: love you Tyler you're a good man
2: Man, the rest of the world must be real shit Uh, let's see Uh, during his click this Kevin Nash argued that blaming punk for poor collision ticket sales is unfair they're throwing Phil under the bus like oh he can't draw it's not like he's costing you ticket sales um. Yeah, I agree. I think they're just not. I just don't think Canada wants to see uh, AEW.
3: Well, the first one's in Chicago, then. Eh?
2: Yeah, but but that one's actually did get more ticket sales when they announced. Oh,
3: it. so it's already sold out.
2: No, it's not sold out, but it, it sold more tickets once he was he once he was re- uh, named.
3: Well, but I mean the, the, the crowd shows just
2: are not doing good.
3: The crowd is very split on him. I mean. Yeah, I'm that, surprised that's he is year. getting booed like he is, honestly. I figured he would just get cheered. No,
2: I mean, the, the guys who founded the company, you know, they have a big fan base.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So it'll. Be, I think um, once once people actually see him on TV and hear what he has to say and stuff, I think he still might get booed, but that's going to start to make interest. Because once he actually see him and he's cutting promos and stuff and people either love it or hate it but then it's like oh i want to go see this i think it's good if you get a reaction good or bad you know if you get a positive or negative Mm -hmm. it's better than people just sitting there in their hands
3: yeah i think uh i think you kind of eat up being booed
2: yeah i do too. i agree i'm looking forward to the I, i i know you want since you already announced him they don't do much of these, but I do you think they should have did some video vignettes showing Punk like training to get back into shape mm. uh, or coming back from the injury?
3: Just eating muffins.
2: Just They did something. like they show before anything.
6: his MMA thing. They did like those kind of videos. Yeah, I think that. And uh, then they he got annihilated. In so in because
2: like... they all they said. I mean, it's just Tony Khan saying, "Hey, he's going to be on the show and he's wrestling," but. Like, that's not a great build. You know, show vignettes. He's in, he's in the gym. He's, you know, talk about the injury. I don't think they, they never even mentioned on air why he was gone. No. He just They just said he stripped of the title. So if you only watch the show and you don't read the Internet, which probably isn't a big audience, a big po- – there has to be some people, though, who watch. My mom doesn't read the Internet, so she don't know. Um, and she watches AEW.
3: You never even told her.
2: No, I tell her, but if you if you watch and you don't have someone to tell you, what would you even think? You'd be like, This guy just disappeared off the show. I and thought now you're just happy.
3: leaving your mom out in the cold. I just, told
2: her, bitch.
3: Just like, um, I don't know why he's not there,
2: Mom. The the point is AEW's been guilty of this for many things. Like they'll bring in these Japanese guys or a guy from another promotion, and they just assume everyone in the world knows who they are. Not, you can't assume everyone watching your show reads everything on the internet. So you have to, even if it was like a kayfabe-like uh, story, you have to have some kind of story why he was stripped of the title and why he's back and why he was suspended. Not, no one t- they don't tell you anything. Uh, how does AEW make Dynamite and Collision two different shows? Uh, they call one nomination. Collision
3: and one's called Dynamite
2: different commentators. That would help. I mean, they don't have to be like completely different because I, I think it's, but you know, still like a different enough, you know, Yeah, you don't have to like go crazy. Uh, Kenny Omega slam disco Inferno for being ignorant. I knew that years of huffing big shows farts left you a bit slow. Huffing I'd have to parts. know what all this is reference references, but honestly, all the old guys who just bitch about current wrestling get on my. Get, they're just kind of annoying to me after a while. I just don't really watch. I think as well. um,
3: to assume that Big Show has issues with farting. It's just. Not I think
2: Disco right. said something about that. Like the Big Show used to like, like hold him down and sat on his head and farted like backstage. Or
3: Seems like a nice that dude. Would suck. <laughs> Um, That'd be terrible.
2: <laughs> Sammy Guevara is returning to AW Dynamite this week. Who should he feud with next? Hmm. Pam. What if they brought she in Pam as a in, heel man, manager and she, it's like um she's like boy she like boil Sammy Guevara's rabbit? Like they start establish they have a pet and then like it gets murdered by Pam, and she's like the you know, she's obsessed with uh with Sammy. She brings in a wrestler to try to kill him.
3: That sounds insane. I like it. I think it's a good angle.
2: Hulk Hogan on modern wrestlers. You got guys that look like they should be bagging my groceries.
6: Oh damn.
2: I don't know. I like I like the current stuff, so you gotta get with the times, old timers. How much
3: does Bag and Hulk Hogan's groceries pay? It's true. AEW
2: make... producer BJ Whitmer was arrested Arrested uh, June 4th. Whitmer has been charged with strangulation in the first degree. and bur- That's not yeah. good, in Burglary in the second degree? Dang. Yeah. AEW guess... fired him.
3: Yeah. It's not surprising. That's, I heard about that. That's a shame. Yeah. that uh he'd do something new, like some yeah. s- so stupid you know and his wife was wrestling for uh ring of honor for a while so i guess it was against her but uh, Damn. yeah kelly klein was her name so mm. but I-, I always liked her i thought uh you know be neat if she was in the AEW women's mm. division but who knows
2: Uh, Booker T, when I got to TNA, I really had high hopes to really, really, really be able to capture some moments in that company. And after about two weeks, I realized none of that was going to happen. So I just started acting a fool. I really did. I really started acting a fool. What are your thoughts and favorite Booker T and TNA moments? I always thought it was really clear he didn't give a shit when he was there. (laughs) I thought re- all that stuff was really I the beginning see. of the end when they started bringing in like uh, Christian really tried. I really didn't like him there, but he I, he did like go all out. But when they they did bring in a lot of guys that you know were big names, but you could tell were just there just to, yeah, like, collect some money, Let's
3: get that Dixie Carter money. Chris Jericho
2: wishes he could have wrestled Randy Savage, one of my heroes for sure. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Uh, Jericho is really, I, I've loved Jericho everywhere he's been. Um, I mean, it's everyone knows he could have done a lot more in WCW, but if they pushed him more, maybe he wouldn't have ever gone on to be big because he probably wouldn't have left, you know?
3: Mm, that's so, true. You know, I don't know. Who it is rare, though, that a guy leaves WCW and goes to WWE and gets yeah, actually they do
2: pushed. They, when they yeah. first brought him in, though, they had him losing quite a bit. He, he, had to, he had to put up with that same stuff, but I think he just had so much charisma and stuff, he overcame it.
6: Yeah, Who is the great... He was
2: crazy. Yeah. Oh, he was the best. Who is the greatest SmackDown Women's Champion? I don't know. the uh, Charlotte, probably.
3: The greatest SmackDown Women's Champion.
2: I don't know which one's which. Charlotte, I'll say. Uh...
3: Yeah, probably Charlotte. Tony
2: Khan expects a very positive reaction from the fans when CM Punk makes his return. Do you agree? Yeah, even if they're booing now, I kind of think once he comes out there, they're probably cheered. But I don't know. Find out. again and like they'll I be said, in Chicago. It's good.
3: Yeah. First shows in Chicago, so I think they'll they'll cheering there.
2: Either way, it's good. Good or bad, you know. But, as long as they don't just sit there, which I really doubt they would for punk. So um Jurassic Park was released thirty years ago today. Okay, 30th. We'll we'll give this one to you Uh memories watching it. Actually I do have memories watching it because it was one of the last movies I went to see where there was like an actual like a line. I remember it was at the Wareham Theatre, which isn't there anymore. And there was a literal line down the road to see Jurassic Park, which you don't really see anymore. I think the last movie I even had any kind of line, I think, was mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame I went to see. And um, it's kind of one of the last blockbuster movies that I think is I, still like tries to be a good movie. Because it used to be the big blockbuster movies like Empire uh, um, Empire Strikes Back. And uh Raise the Lost Dark and Jurassic Park, these kind of movies. They were also good movies. They weren't just stuff exploding and just kind of just shit. Um, it was a legit good movie. And it was also the first the first time you saw you know CG really came into play, but they did it so well because they mixed it with with phys- with physical stuff, and they also got stuff yeah. right like the weight. Sure. And I remember seeing on the big screen. It was, like, awe-inspiring seeing all the big dinosaurs. It was a really cool experience seeing it for the first time. Yeah. Before.
3: I went to see it with my dad and my brother, and it was a good time.
2: And I also good remember movie. being a lot, uh, like, it doesn't bother me, but it was a lot scarier than I expected to be, you know, with, like, the dinosaurs eating people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was rated, like, PG, I think.
6: Yeah, I think I saw it
2: twice because
6: I like the visual effects. Yeah, it's great. X.
2: Yeah, none of the other ones. Some of them are fine, but none of them are like the the first one. On this day in wrestling history, Kevin Nash made his WCW debut when appearing on Nitro 27 years ago today. How did you react watching this life? This was like just gr- a great time to be a wrestling fan when Hall came out of the out of the crowd. Scott Hall and I don't know that that NWO stuff. Some of the best television I've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah, you know, especially the first couple of years, just great. I, I wasn't watching it
3: live, but it's kind of neat and seeing the playbacks of it.
2: If you segregate the elite and punk
3: on dynamite
2: and rampage, well, it would be uh the other one, not rampage, I don't think you create another fin- forbidden door. That is what I've been kind of seeing, but you have to have the mindset that we're leading here, and to do that, I think you have to have both sides trash each other so if you have punk trash in the elite and you have the elite taking shots at punk and you eventually build up to the match of some kind if it's punk and FTR versus the elite whatever however you do it um, I think that's fantastic but if you actually never do it and they never even mention each other it's like they don't exist to each other I think it's a huge mistake yeah
3: um, I think uh, I agree with you there, but uh, we'll see. I think they're, they're kind of building towards it, like yeah, maybe trying to,
2: have to. It just might get them
3: to get along with
2: one another. It's been months now; they should be. Man up, bitches! Lexa, rapper and singer Kelly Kellis, and actor Bill Murray are dating. Are you intrigued? I could not care sure. less. Sure.
3: That's cool.
2: Lexar wants happy. to know how loud can you burp? I've never really burped. Pretty loud, burper. really.
3: I can burp it pretty loud if I just drink something carbonated or something. Damn.
2: Jackson wants to know how quiet can you fart? I'm pretty good at farting quiet because I fart a lot since I had my insides uh, had the surgeries, and then I eat a lot of a uh, lot of. Um, Brussels sprouts and so I fart a lot and like all day and so I've learned to you know do it That's, quietly now I can't I can't stop the the odor so I, when I was uh when I was sharing rooms uh, recently with uh oh, with boy, Mitt, he, would yeah. just, he would just be disgusted
3: good old Mitten. I
6: got these keto friendly buns because go. they were, like, on sale. Yeah, had... I
2: I, I, uh, I'm a, I try to stay away from the carbs.
6: But, yes, one bun has 71% of your fiber. Like Yeah, one. fiber's good.
2: Yeah, you want a lot of fiber in your... farting, sure, you like pooping. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's great.
2: <laughs> Pepe petite. Why are they revamping all the WWE titles? To sell more titles! To... To dumbasses who have too much money. Instead of wasting $500 on that, $3, you can become a Headyverse member. $5, you can become a Hall of Famer. You get to use all these cool emojis. And if you're for 5 or the $10 tier, you will get your name on the credits. We'll mention you every week. And you'll also get... Exclusive, unedited, original, remastered in your head episodes, like my boy Bruce here, producer Bruce.
6: Mm-hmm. Yep, they just show up like on YouTube when you open it. You'll just be scrolling, and it'll be like right there.
2: Yes, and it helps. <clears> you pay don't even for have to look stuff. for
6: it; it just like pops up. And- yeah,
2: oh. and there have they been fun to listen to these old shows?
6: Yeah, because I've never heard the like the
2: yeah, really old ones. So wicked old. Cool. Do we sound different. Someone told me I actually really sound like a a, a a New Englander in the old episodes, which they say I don't anymore. Mm. I don't know.
6: You sound pretty much the same, which is surprising because like usually people change a lot.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm like, the exact like, same know, guy like, I always was.
6: You guys sound it. You've had the magic since the beginning so i appreciate like the mode from the beginning
2: so it's awesome el santo's world the first one was hilarious well thank you el santo he's the newest uh producer it's a good man
3: feels like first time. and you will
2: find out here momentarily in the in the closing credits he has all cool right art too el santo world oh yeah el santo's world he's a cool guy
6: he has cool artwork
2: um, Tazo wants to know Thiggik. <laughs> this is his question. T H G C G. ha. Tazo, lay off the, uh, whatever you're doing. When aliens visit our planet, do you think they prefer WWE or AEW? I think that would be big, like, uh, Fans of a Game Changer wrestling.
3: I think they would prefer AEW. Yeah, because they
2: have a wrestling alien. Mm -hmm. Lexar, do any members of the Headyverse have a Facebook and a Twitter? How many times has he asked this? Like 50? Bunch. Who cares? Look, it's not a big deal. If you want both, get both. It's not a big deal. Patrick It'll thinks that the uh, aliens will be hostile. Probably. If you look at the our own history anytime a more advanced culture visits a lesser advanced culture they always just take them over. So if uh that happens, you historically it won't be good for us. Bad times. Thanks for the props Bruce Ghost El Santos World. Yeah. Wouldn't you walk a mile? This is Tyler Stevens. Wouldn't you walk a mile of train tracks for the last chicken nugget on earth? Damn. Sure. What sauce would you if oh, yeah. you if you knew it was the last time you could ever eat chicken nuggets? What sauce would you use? Ooh, damn. Ketchup. Fucking asshole. Tyler yeah. Stevens. How many balls can your handle? In a pinball, multi-ball situation. I heard you got pretty good ball handling. Like
3: two is, I'm pretty good. So, but like three,
2: yeah. Once they start getting to a lot, you can't. It's hard to even pay. You got to just pay attention to the flippers.
3: Mm -hmm. Three, I can uh, do sometimes, but it doesn't take long to drop one.
6: When there's that big, like, pop sound, I always thought
2: the ball was hitting the glass. Like, you sometimes know, it, was... it does. Yeah. It was fun when Is the that... ones we were playing, some of them were old and, like, they would go off the ra- – you know what I mean? Off where they shouldn't go uh-huh. sometimes. And one we played was a basketball game, like an NBA one, and uh, the sides – I don't know if they weren't oiled or what, but the ball would, would just get stuck in once in a while and we'd have to hit it and then it would roll down, down to the floor. Yeah, it
3: happens as they get older. Yeah.
2: Who's still it was still, all of them were still playing. It happens. The only one we couldn't play. But um, like I said, it was seven bucks. And they had like, I don't know, almost 20 pinball machines. I don't know, they had a lot. It was a, That's a really cool place. Um, There's
6: a Rush pinball machine like right next yeah.
3: to where they have, I found it's pretty cool. Yeah, that one came out pretty. We recently. played
2: Foo Fighters, I think. Is it Foo Fighters.
3: That's like the newest one that Stern released.
2: Yeah, we they no. had it. Oh, it was see. really hard. We sucked. Then we saw some old guy playing. He's just fucking got like fucking million. But we we, yeah. we played it, and like every time, it was just like we played for like two seconds. The newer ones, I well, no, we did pretty good on the Godzilla, but a lot of the newer ones seem seem pretty hard. It seems like the space in the middle is bigger, where the ball can go down. <sighs> uh, Tazo, I'm back, baby. How does that make you feel? Yeah, Taz. i back, Tazo. Mikey B, what are your favorite memories of Georgia Championship Wrestling?
3: Uh, that it was Georgia Championship. Wrestling. I
2: loved it. I love all the rousing from Peachtree City. Also, when you eat mini ba- baby bell cheese, do you eat them, or do you whole, or do you bite them in two? I don't think I've ever had one. I, I don't. Eat, I know what they are, but I'd, I've probably had them, but I don't. Buy That's them the
3: either. one with like the wax around them. And yeah, all.
2: you can unwrap each one. I'd probably I don't think I would just eat the whole one by itself. I'd probably Yeah. It's
6: kinda like too it. big of a mouthful. Yeah. Kinda.
2: And the final question <laughs> of the evening, Incher. Tyler Stevens wants to know What are your favorite memories of Wrestling Society X, the MTV wrestling show? I like
6: <laughs> Man on that. I like the
2: explosions. I actually, I think, I think, I think, Intranar were two of the only people in the world at the time that actually kind of liked the show.
3: Matt Classic.
2: I liked it. I I thought it was good. I watched it. Uh -uh. Yeah. At the time, it was like, we really, you know, for a few years there until AEW was really wanting some new stuff. And I did think, um, Lucha Underground. Um, was the first, like, real alternative wrestling for a long time, because it's yeah. actually different. But I think I think even though it seemed good doing, like, the seasons and only a few episodes, I think wrestling you really need to be on every week, because then you forget about it when it's off.
0: All
3: righty. Well, that was the push. last
2: uh, show. That was the last one. So, thank you, folks. We'll be back next week. Big thanks to uh, the Violent Idols, that was a very good interview, it was very fun, and we're going to play us out, and don't forget, please hit the like button, subscribe, hit the icon, share this with your friends, also subscribe on Spotify, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and help uh, support the show, so either join the headiverse here, and you get some cool perks, you get to use really fun little uh, emojis, and they're the 8-Bit Guys, um, there's a lot of uh, costs involved to do this now, which is fun. Um, so you can either join that, or you can Venmo Headiverse if you just want to make a uh, you know a one-time donation. But uh, a lot of cool perks on here, and I'm thinking of adding some new stuff. So anyway, we will be back. Thank you, fine folks.
6: Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, 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 it was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And fight, fight, fight. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink,
2: drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre the giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. It was not small, no, no, no. Andre was great. He was not bad. A great big heart and a great big man. Andre was big, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small, no, no, no. Andre could drink. and he could fight, drink, 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 and fight, fight, fight.
0: Andre,
6: Andre
4: the, the Giant, giant. from Grenoble, France.
0: I'm waving while I hit end. Bye-bye.